1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. This is the... Updated version, the cobbled together version of the best of Cuss Corner throughout the football season. So remember to smash the like button, sub to the episode, sub to the Cuss Corner playlist. And always, if you're looking for more Cuss Corner in the audio version, just search Cuss Corner on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave a review while you're up there, too. If you need to get through the holiday season, the Cuss Corner audio feed is where you want to be at to kill hours and hours of time. You can find the links down in the description. But without further ado, this is. Part A of Cust Corner 36.
0: Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. It's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. It should be President of the United States, but it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner.
2: <laughs> well, I was spending time thinking about what to talk about this week and then the great event happened on Friday evening, which made it impossible to talk about anything else. In that Pat and I were recognized by a fan as we went out to dinner and it was such a great experience. So we go to this place. Uh, I had never actually been there before and I don't know if Pat's been there before. He says he's ordered it uh, online before, but I don't think he's actually been to the restaurant. So we walk in, uh, the two of us and one of our buddies and other people are gonna be joining us in a bit. And uh, the gentleman takes us to our table and the, the server, whose name is Adam, by the way, uh, Adam said, uh, here you guys go. And then as he's walking away, he says, oh, by the way, Tim, we don't have any Diet Coke here. Sorry. And so I am completely caught off guard. And I look at Pat. I assume, OK, this is a setup. I'm no fool. I've been played with in the past uh, by Pat and, 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 and friends uh, trying to get me going. So I'm very suspicious. And you know, we're talking about it at the table saying, is this a setup? What has Pat done? Did he call when he set the reservation? But uh, then we started, sort of let it go. I look at the menu and indeed there is no Diet Coke. And I'm like, okay, well, like, what am I gonna order? And I asked the, the server when he came by, he's the, the different person. And I said to him, so what do you have for Diet Pop? And he said, well, we have this thing called Zevia, uh, which is a Diet Cola, which is this clear Diet Pop that is, <laughs> there it is. that If you're watching the video, there it is. Uh, it's, it's got Stevia rather than Aspartame. It's clear it's not good. It, it was not good. It barely tasted like cola. I did not care for it. And so, you know, we're, we're having our, uh, our drink and the meal shows up and uh, Adam shows up again. It was not our server. He was like, he seated us. And he said, how was that? Uh, how was that Zevia? And I said, Oh, it wasn't very good. And he said, yeah, I, I figured it would. And then out comes the champagne bucket and out comes the bottle of Mexican Coca-Cola. Cause that's what they have. So like the sugar cane Coke. And I was so excited. And uh, he said, you know, at that point, Pat leans in. And that's how I knew it wasn't a gag, because Pat leans in and goes, how, how do you know us? And he said, oh, man, I, uh, I'm one of your, I listen to you guys all the time. There he is. I listen to you guys all the time. I'm a huge fan. And so he brought me the DC and obviously the champagne pocket, because he watches the show and he knows the stories. And uh, it saved the day uh, and uh, promised us a curse-free meal called me top cat on a couple of <laughs> occasions. It was just, it was just perfect. Uh, so thank you. It, it was the great way to be recognized. It's one of those things where you're like, you're not like John Lennon or some other famous person, like wherever you go, everybody knows who you are. John, and you Len- can't John,
1: John Lennon and Tim Andercast, the two world's two most famous people.
2: No, but like if you're John Lennon or you're Mick Jagger or you're who, or Paul McCartney or whomever, like everywhere you go, everyone notices you. You don't want that type of fame. Like, just to be recognized by a fan and uh, for someone to be genuine and kind was great. Uh, saved the day. And uh, it was a great experience. And so I try to be man of the people. And this sort of like uh, verified that I, I try to be man of the people. Thank you again, Adam. It was a great experience. Was this the greatest night of your life? Uh, this is what someone said to me yesterday. That uh, I was beaming still. And this is days later. And I was still beaming. And it was. It was very It was. Very gratifying. for someone to recognize uh, the show and say that they're a fan. And uh, I I was very pleased about it. Uh, You know, this is as strange and funny and rewarding as that Twitter photo that guy took of some guy in Munich watching the show at 1
1: a.m. Everyone else at the table got a pretty big kick out of it the entire night, especially because it was the second time that this has happened now, that someone brought you Coke when... There was no Coke available.
2: Yes, it was. It's really quite something else. Like it's become a trademark. I'm glad that people know what it is that I require when I when I go out to eat. And I'm a very simple man. I want the world's most popular product of soda, uh, and if it's available, then I'm a happy man.
3: So, Jeff, all that's left to top this is you at the mall in Christmas time in a busy line and you get pulled aside to like a special cash register to cash out, right?
2: Oh, that would be so amazing. And if you think I'm beneath that, I am not.
3: Like, I'm just saying, this is all coming up, Tim. I'm happy you guys had a great night. That's awesome. It was great to see uh, you getting taken care of by Adam.
1: He's getting taken care of when he goes out to eat. He's getting taken care of when he goes to the Nordic spa. Just everything is is coming up cussed so far right now. Do you have anything to add, Patrick, to the evening? Yeah, no, I I had a great time. Thanks, Adam, for getting us some free dessert. That was really nice. Uh, That was great, too. But we also, Jeff, uh, I, I don't know. In one of the pictures, you can see the pizza that I ordered for Tim and I. It was a goat cheese chorizo pizza. And I thought that Tim would just see it and, like, recoil in horror. But I think he actually liked it. I think he's turning turning the tables and maybe it could be better than Papa John's. No, let's
2: not go crazy. It, it's not Papa John's or Pizza Hut. But was <laughs> it delicious? Yes, it was delicious. And I, I liked that thin crust style approach. It was very tasty. It had the goat cheese and it had... The chorizo, and I think it—I don't know what else it had. It was—it was very tasty. I liked the sauce. I—I uh, I thought it was a very delicious pizza. I'm not one to usually get pizza at restaurants when I go out. It's just I'm usually more of a go to a pizza place or a pizza chain sort of thing when I want pizza. But it was very tasty, and uh, it, w- it was great. Again, the evening was great. The ambiance was great. Uh, it was a really fun, uh, fun evening.
1: Also, Jeff. Tim and I, I've been trying to bring Tim to as many restaurants as I can. So, like, I went out with Tim and a few friends. Like, my wife and I will go out. Tim will come with a few other of our friends as well. So, we went to a nice steak place a few weeks ago, and then dessert was coming out. So, Jeff, I feel like you have experienced this before. So, let me set the situation here for you. They come out with, you know, a little. What looks to be a marshmallow, at least that's what Tim thinks it is, in a little bowl. And then they come over and hydrate said little marshmallow to turn it into a napkin. I assume you're familiar with this. I've got
3: to admit, I've never seen this, um, this, um, biology napkin. Yeah, they put this square
2: in a little bowl looking like, sort of like a finger bowl, and they pour water over top of it and it expands.
1: Yes, it's a dehydrated napkin, and that's how they hydrate them. It's just for sure. Was the
3: whole restaurant like these dehydrated sort of No, it, 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 it,
1: it was only at dessert. Like when you're serving dessert, they come out and they do that because they bring you new utensils. They bring you a new napkin. This is what they do. It's just part of the show kind of thing. I've seen it a few times at places that I've been out at. Tim, though, like you, I guess, had never seen it before. And the look on it, Tim, can you describe your feeling when this happened?
2: I was bewildered. I was beguiled. I was completely confused. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if we were like being served a marshmallow was like a palate cleanser before dessert. I didn't know what was going on. I was just very, very confused. And then as the water expanded, it was like, Oh, it's like when I was a kid and you had those dinosaurs and like you poured water on them and then I expanded like that's essentially what it was. It was very cool, but also very strange. And, Yes, very, very elitist to us. So this sort
3: of reminds, although I wasn't there, this does sort of sound like the first time Tim encountered like Alexa or Siri, bewildered and what is going on.
1: Now he he was scared of Alexa when we went out with him that night. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, I, I would be the first
2: to say I have a penchant for being concerned about like things I've never seen before, like just happening in front of me that I'm just not aware of. And this was one of them I was just like agape, uh my mouth was wide open. I just had never seen of like someone use a napkin
1: in that way, and it was like very strange. it was just like the time that you tried to hassle the street magician about not doing a regulation shuffle that he shoved well he wasn't shoved your card right in his face. I thought he was trying to play a trick on me, so I was like, oh that's not even a
2: regulation shuffle. I thought he had his, the card boxed I mean he probably did he's a street magician anyway it's uh I felt like Remember when Larry wanted that kid to tell him how the trick was done and he wouldn't do it?
1: <laughs> that that was how you felt about it? I just enjoyed that everyone else at our table just thought it was hilarious, just the look on your face. <laughs> that would be my impression of your face since we can't yeah, see it. Yeah, I, I,
2: I would say that that's probably, I mean, I can't say what my face looked like because I can't see my own face, but I would say that that's probably a pretty fair rendition. I was just, I was
1: shocked. Well, Jeff, speaking of palate cleansers before, like, the big meal or before a dessert to get something out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> Last week, as we were watching the games at Pat's Place, the thought occurred to me, not, of course, it was obvious, but how much fun it was. But then I thought to myself, what is the best television viewing experience for you? And it doesn't have to be every year. It could be every four years. For example, watching week one of the NFL watching the opening weekend of March Madness, watching presidential election night and watching the returns come in, watching the Olympics, watching February sweeps. What is it <laughs> that you think is the best television viewing experience that you can have, uh, that you prefer? What would you like most of all? Is it a football Sunday?
1: Is it a big election night? W- what is it? I, I, th- I think I we talked about this at the time, and you had said that your single favorite thing to get hyped for is – those sweet periods when they run Bob versus Abby Shola or whatever that is. Cause you love that show so much. Like we talked about how much you loved yesteryear back in the day as well, but I think it's week one of the NFL is my favorite sporting event. I get very hyped for it. And Thursday morning at the masters. Those are the two, although, presidential election return night with you know the guys touching the boards all the returns coming in i just like elections in general when the results start coming in i just find that really fascinating so i would go week one masters thursday morning uh just in terms of how hyped that i get and then it's probably like early early election results where would you go jeff it's it's week one and
3: it goes to my metaphor so many times when i say the super bowl fucking sucks And that's something said by a fan of a guy, a team that'll never be there. But week one, the metaphor, it's my ice cream Sunday. And I, I, it's just been put in front of me and all the brownie and all my scoops and all my toppings and all the whipped cream, like everything is there. All my friends, a full slate of games, you know, nine games at one o'clock. That is my favorite thing in the world. And I felt it last week after not having it last year. And it kind of made me emotional in some ways. I'm not even going to lie. So I don't even think anything golf could um, compare. As much as I like golf, I'm not, you know, getting together with a large group of people to watch golf and make fun of each other. So then
2: for you, getting together with people is fundamental to a good television-watching experience then.
3: Last year, outside of the Chargers, I didn't enjoy football. watching football alone. Most boring thing ever. Like the charger game would end and be like, I don't even, I don't even like this league. So, I mean, I think there's a
2: few things that we didn't mention or touch on. I mean, obviously, well, football is great. The opening weekend of March madness. I think I get more excited for that than just about anything else.
1: I feel like I used Uh, to, I just don't care about college basketball in
3: college. That was great. Like on those days. I don't know. I doesn't do it as much for me. World cup
2: final is a fantastic television viewing experience because you know the entire world
1: is watching this one game. Yeah, billions of people. You don't even... I, I, listen, Soccer's, I, I watch it. I don't like soccer all that much. You don't like soccer all that much. How could be that That be something you get hyped for? For the final game yeah. or for the tournament? Like, just the whole period of the World Cup
2: or the Euros, I thoroughly get excited for that whole tournament, those tournaments. That's I, a great TV-watching experience. The you, Olympics, the opening ceremonies of the Olympics, is a
1: fantastic...
2: The Kentucky that's, that's Derby, Kentucky the Derby Kentucky I can Derby. see,
1: but I would just rather see who won as a result later on.
3: No. Watching it just, it just sounds
1: like you get way too hyped for everything by the your list. Tim,
3: you probably like adore a royal wedding.
2: Yes, I, that was on my list of like celebrity events. Like the Kate and William wedding. I watched 12 hours of coverage from that <laughs> wedding. Easily 12 hours of coverage. I love those things or coronations or, you know, big funerals when they take place. Like those things, like I watch on TV, like that's a part of the culture, that's popular culture being expressed. And I I love that type of stuff. And again, I also know that billions of other people are watching too. To me, I guess the television watching experience, as much as it's nice to watch it with other people, I find the knowledge that I'm watching something that... uh, So many other people are watching too, like the Academy Awards is such a fun experience because you can be on Twitter, you can be online, you can watch the show, you can see commentary, you hear people talking about it the day before and the day after. I like those type of TV watching experiences just as much as I enjoy like a big group watching games.
1: The only one that I think I would I like the Oscars, but I love movies. And I, yeah, you know, I'm a bit of a Oscars aficionado when it comes to the history of the Oscars. Not something that I just personally enjoy. I get I wasn't hyped for it at all last year because I wasn't going to the movies or anything like that. So it was just kind of weird. But most years I get pretty pumped for the Oscars. The only one that I would say that like the number one thing that I actually get pumped for, but by the time it starts, I'm no longer pumped is first shot at the Open Championship. It's just first shot happens at like 3 a.m. I'm just so tired by the time that it starts. I've lost all my adrenaline has already come and gone. But I hit such a wall this week watching football. I got too pumped. I was up way too early. The games here don't start till way too late. And then like (laughs) midway through like the first quarter of the second set of games, I was just like, oh, I I have a show to do later. Like I need to like lay down for a bit. (laughs)
3: I love drafts, too. Even leagues I don't like. I'm so weird. I'm so weird. Like, the MLS draft is on. Like, I'll stop and watch for a little. I don't know. Are there any non-sporting
2: events, then, Jeff, that are, like, television-watching experiences that you adore?
3: Not really. You mentioned, you know, um, I like everybody. I'm fascinated by elections. Uh, Even, like, watching elections, like, some of the channels – that I would have access to when like provinces are having their own, you know, provincial elections. I, I, I like just following, or I don't even know that I'm not even following in the lead up, but I actually like watching, like you guys mentioned any real time returns. Um, your whole sweeps thing is so weird to me now, considering how lifeless network feels to begin with. Well, there's some good shows that look like they're coming out this year. I but it's also say. like uh Howard Stern's on Jimmy Kimmel tonight for sweeps, you know, for ratings or something. Well, like that so blase. that moves the needle. It's so blah, it's so like fifty years ago. G- give, us, years give us give us
1: your rundown of the sweep shows that you're super excited for, Tim. I'll see if I've heard of any of them.
2: Well, I mean, what was the one that Sounds good. What was Tell one? me more.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, okay, it's a new season and it's a new season of football which means Nance and Michaels and they do these reads. What's like the good net I'm even a network guy. Like I, me and my wife will watch corny network shows. She likes them. Um and some of them are I can I can handle. Um that being said, what's what's new? Like what's what is premiering this week, last week? What should I be watching, Tim? So in terms of shows
2: that they've been talking about the new wonder years i'm definitely going to watch that that looks like it's probably going to be really good fred savage is an executive producer i'm totally going to watch the new wonder years the big leap seems very interesting too it's like a thriller and uh anyway so i'm definitely going to be watching the big leap uh i'm very excited for the final season of this is us which is what this season is
3: hate that show i,
2: I know you do but i'm looking this forward is to cast it. is the name of the show <laughs> i've been watching it since the very beginning and so i'm looking very much towards it and that new one uh la brea that seems like it could be an interesting show too so these are the ones that are being advertised plus the new season of the mass singer is about to begin <laughs> which i love and uh you know, Survivor starts up. Uh, some seasons I'm in, some seasons I'm out, but I'm, maybe I'll be in on this season as Survivor.
1: Survivor started like three weeks ago,
2: didn't it? If it did, then I'm out on this season. I, I sort of jump in, I watch the premiere, and then
1: I decide whether I'm going to watch a season based on that. Not All fun. I know
3: is Succession starts in the middle of yeah. October. Yeah, su- ex- so su-
1: su- Succession and Kerber coming back. Why would you watch any of this? Well, you can watch this show, La Brea, a massive sinkhole opens up in the middle of Los Angeles, separating families so cool. between two worlds. The mother and son, Jeff, fall into an unexplainable primeval land along
3: that the show will not see season three guaranteed i bet you right now tim i don't even sure. know what it's about probably it won't but i'm
2: going to give it a chance all these bi- the networks spend a ton of money and capital and attention on like their marquee show or two each year and i feel like it's my responsibility as a lover of network tv to watch the first couple episodes of all these shows if it's not good i'll pull the plug but i feel like i owe it to them they give me so much and I ask for so little from me, the least I can do is watch NBC's new Wednesday show or CBS's new Tuesday show. It's not much of an ask for me.
1: Uh, well, okay, that, 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 that actually doesn't help them. What would help them is if you bought Peacock. Well, I'm not going to do that. Well, then you don't actually want to help them then, do you? But I'm willing to watch their show on their network. Yeah, but that, they don't actually care about that. They want you to buy a Peacock. Well, that's not going to happen. That so you don't like, so you actually don't care about any of these places. I want to help them the way I want to help. them. The way I so want to so help by not way helping them. them at all. Well, but
2: also I'm, I'm watching, therefore I'm seeing their advertisements, and that's helping them too. Can you uh, anything can you, can you tell me what you like about the Masked Singer, please? <laughs> it is such a good show. Uh, I I am one of these people who am always trying to guess. Who is it that's singing? Like, oh, I've heard that voice before. Like there was one episode that Paul Anka was on there and he was the Masked Singer. And like, I didn't even know, I didn't, wouldn't have guessed him, but it was Robin Thicke that knew who it was because he was Canadian as well. And anyway, there's so, it's such a great, great show. If you're not watching, I tried the Masked Dancer this spring and summer and it wasn't as good. But if you like top tier, enjoyable fan, uh, sorry, reality TV, sort of like those types of shows, the Mass Singer is fantastic, and I will go round for round with anybody who doesn't like the Mass Singer.
3: I'm right here, buddy, round one. You don't
2: like it, or you just don't watch it. There's a difference.
3: I'm, fair enough. It's it's not for me, and I'm not even against musical theater. I I like I like musical theater, but I ain't watching no no Mass Singer. I saw there's a new CSI, like with the classic guys being brought. Yes, back.
2: I saw that too, but they're not hyping it as much as you would have thought so i don't know if it comes out a little later in the season or what that
4: is
3: and is and i'm is, always is, Gris- for- is
1: grissom back yeah that's the one yeah. that's back
4: okay
3: vegas it's like a new vegas csi i don't i don't really know the details i i like any like cop or ki- killing terrorist show so i saw there's a, a new edition of like fbi i could watch but I'm still like we're on like season eleven of Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck <laughs> is still in my house every Friday night. Friends, do you watch I'm that? With,
1: do you, do you watch that with your mom? No, but but all of these shows are geared towards fifty five. Yeah, I know my grand
3: my, my my grandma really liked Blue Bloods. Yeah, she, well, I like those. Like, she really liked it. She re- like yeah. I don't know. That was um that. Yeah, you bring up... It's a Friday night drama. It's for old people and me. Tom Selleck, still a classic, though. That Reagan family, I can't quit them. I'll watch them until they take them off the air.
1: Yeah, they are back. Grissom's back. Georgia Fox is back. That's going to be a great show. That's that's going to be appointment TV.
2: Is it?
3: Yes. Just recycling. I don't know. every. Okay, well, I lived at the CSI, so I'm in. They've got again, and get me. it. If you were big into that, you definitely owe, like, there's brand, like, equity and loyalty, so you're definitely going to tune in and see what they did, uh, just like it seems like you're so gung-ho for the New Wonder Years.
2: The New Wonder Years, uh, The Big Leap, which I think could be really interesting, too. Like, yeah, there's shows that I, I think, I'll, I'll say this now, I think 2021 is going to be a marquee year for new uh, network TV television. Now, here's, here's
1: bad news for the big leap. Apparently Scott Foley's in it. and I don't know, really, if any of the shows he's in make it past like half a season. Well, I
2: can just say that I think it's going to be good, and I, I'm very excited for the season of network TV. And this is why September was a good time of year, because you get to be either reacquainted with the old friends that have been gone, from your life since may or you get to be uh, introduced to new ones
1: uh and uh i'm very excited you just be watching the challenge that makes way more sense to me than anything else but here we go minnesota at Uh, what what do you want now no i was i i just had a slight beef but we can move on no go ahead
3: i don't know it makes me i guess so anti-person of the people but i have my own Thing that's cussing me at the moment, Pat. And oh. uh, like a lot of people, or just look at me, I enjoy fast food and I live in the city and sometimes parking at these places can be hard and these places don't have lots of parking spots. And I've noticed every <laughs> single goddamn parking spot is some food delivery person uh, without even an order yet, like waiting to hit submit on an order. Yeah, oh, they're not, yeah you,
1: you know what? They're, they're waiting to get my food. And they need to be reined in. No, you need to fucking calm yourself and just order it from your phone and get it delivered. Parking spots need to be taken away and left for
2: the ordinary people like me and Jeff. who are going to McDonald's <laughs> to get our food the good old-fashioned way. The Thank whole you. Jeff the and whole I are parking
3: lot like, is
2: Jeff literally a belt really- this week. Jeff and I are seeing the world in the same way this week. I'm very encouraged. You I have another beef on this. Hold on, you're, like, you're, it- you're, you're
1: you're men of the people. I mean, I would just call you suckers.
3: No, I'm not. I'm saying this is very anti people an thing to say. I'm not trying to be anti people. Maybe this makes me elitist in some ways because I respect these people to deliver the food and make their living, but they're literally just waiting there like a bot trying to catch a pair of shoes.
2: Yes, they're like the
3: taxi cabs. They don't even lined have the order there. yet. Get out of the freaking lot. There's four spots. There's four of you. There's eight of you. Get out Jeff, of here.
2: Jeff's right. Jeff's objectively right. There's literally no argument to the contrary.
1: Hey, listen. Can <laughs> like I, 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 I go on? I, I will If I'm ever going to order fast food from home, I will go onto the app and see which one delivers the fastest. And I will go to that one. That's probably how McDonald's always ends up as winners. Like, hey, get your McDonald's delivered in 10 minutes. Like, perfect. Of course. There's it, six people waiting to hit I'll take Mayo's order. Excellent. They make more money off me than they're making off of you.
3: Hey, and this doesn't even this doesn't even go into the fact that I feel like I'm already being like disrespected when my simple one-man order is being delayed by some Uber office lunch. Yes, yes that's like preach, preach. Listen, I like ordering on the app. Even when I order on the app, I don't want to be behind five Uber or, Uber orders. I'm your customer. I'm goddamn here. Uh, i'm a I've, loyal customer i
2: go back three four yeah, times a week. i'm loyal so if I they actually
3: know me the guy that cleans the french fry greaser at night like we wave to each other yes i have
2: that same experience like I, I know we, some of the people at the mcdonald's Just like
3: the, McDonald's. that's mcdonald's but the people at harvey's outside the asshole they know me too pat and <laughs> they agree with, with me he's up. an asshole just that's your your just for a record. record. I pretend to like the Raptors talking to my guy at Harvey's.
1: So here's the difference of why they prioritize my order over your guys's order. Because you two are addicts. They don't care. Not, Whatever comes in first. And you're not, not going to stop going there regardless. They want my money, they want those big orders because those are like one offs for the most part. It's not Tim who just said he's going three, four times a day or something like that. <laughs> Listen,
2: they could punch me in the face as they're handing me my order through the drive through window, and I would return two days later to get my EMMs.
3: I'm embarrassed. I Monday through Wednesday, Domino's does 50% off through the app. My boys yes. know me over there. They know me. Like, they know me. They see that order come in. They know exactly how I like it. Sometimes I like to change it up. We take away that pizza, like tomato sauce. We go barbecue sauce. And I'm like, boys, like, you've got to, because it's not like as scientific, like a, a plopper to do the barbecue sauce. It's more of like a manual distribution. And they know, like, they know how I like it. Okay? They know how I like it. They take care of me. This is um,
1: why loyalty matters. And because... Why does loyalty matter when I get treated better than you guys do at your favorite place? No, players? no, but they... You're right.
3: But, but, but that's sometimes I, not true because when I have a complaint like... I get listened. They'll to. always accommodate me. I will, yes, I why, always why the fuck am I going
1: to McDonald's and complaining? I'm getting fucking cheap fast food. I'm like, no. no I go I back leave. and be like, "Oh my, oh, god, my no. god, my drink no. over got messed up." I demand a free. Like, stop the, the clock. Stop the
3: clock. I'm like a plain eater. I like like a burger with cheese and ketchup. So when it has all the fixings, and I show my guy, my guy like knows. He's seen me there so many times. He knows I didn't make the mistake. He knows. How, like that's yes. like. That's all I mean. I'm not actually complaining. I'm not actually upset at anyone. Same way. There.
2: I'm a double cheeseburger, no ketchup with McChicken sauce.
3: So and if you uh, put like mustard on it, like they'll know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, about there's guy.
2: ketchup on that burger. They know for me. Cause that's my routine order. They'll know he didn't order a double cheeseburger that way. He never orders it. I, exactly I want to know. You know what? Stuff. We
1: are going to McDonald's together and I can guarantee you no one there fucking has a clue who you are. No one orders it the way I do. So I'm sure that no
2: that one is... does.
3: Do you want to know something? oh sorry go sorry no go ahead no i want you and tim to get to the bottom of actually going to
1: mcdonald's to no did, tim is just saying this because his order is like he what he thinks is unique probably not u- unique whatsoever just no they don't have they have no idea who you are it was really jarring i don't know if they do this in He's your gone. parts went to but mcdonald's
3: it's sometimes they rotate like the staff like the lunch manager changes locations yeah. and or maybe he's really good and done a great job so they go send them somewhere else or to do to do training. And I, I'm rattled when I see these new people. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. You guys, I'm um, not so
2: rattled, but when I see faces that I know, I get excited a little yeah, bit. Oh. Like, that person there, I know he or she is going to look after me. My order is going to be correct. What, uh, what, know okay, I what, like well, why do you are, think that? Like, because <laughs> you recognize them. They see a thousand people a day. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yes, but like they recognize me and they recognize you because we're loyal customers. I don't know how many loyal customers they really have these days, right? Most people are doing what you do now these days. Everyone ordering off the Uber Eats and whatever. Well, it's those of us who are still loyal customers who go a couple times a week, like a lot of people a couple in times person. A week.
0: Yeah, I didn't like
3: it. The new lunch manager, like giving me beef about an extra barbecue sauce. My old guy would just like, No, it's a a smile. I'm like, This isn't going to be good. I don't like this crew here. They know I like, I miss my old crew.
2: They know I like extra honey for dipping my fries or whatever. And like, there's no questions asked, but every now and then, like, Oh, it's like 30 cents for honey. Of course, I pay it. I'm not going to not pay it. I got to have my honey. But at the same time, it's like, I can tell that the regular people aren't on because they know if I'm ordering the double cheeseburger, no ketchup with my chicken sauce and a a medium fries and a DC that that person is also interested in having a couple of honeys to go with.
3: I need to say something as a disclaimer for all of this, just for all you people in future reference. I know I'm crazy. Like I understand that. I understand there's like such a level of some (laughs) not normal. I don't want to be your normal, but I know I'm crazy. Tim, like, thinks we're entirely normal here in having We are this.
2: being normal here. Pat's the strange one. You and I are the normal ones here on this conversation. Yeah. You get no,
3: the fact that, like, we care. Uh, the, no, the, the, this is, no. like, a
1: real priority for both of you. Yeah, no,
3: no, we're weird. We're trusting. That's something me, I think about. We're weird. That's insane. I have one mo-
1: it's also very sad, Tim. I it's agree.
3: Not. I agree. I have to admit it. I, I acknowledge it. I was
1: local restaurants sad. I don't think it's sad. You're calling McDonald's a local restaurant? Well, it's a
2: restaurant and it's very close to me. So I, that <laughs> matches the definition of local restaurant.
1: All right, what's your other one, Jeff? Quickly on the same
3: subject. Pat, all my buddies, they're on me to try this like great burger joint from Midtown. My wife's out. I got to put the kids to bed. I do this delivery you love so much. If you're gonna bring me my goddamn food on a bike, I should have the right to cancel it. I should have the right to cancel it. There's a, like a limit on how far you should be allowed to bike me my my hamburgers. I don't like that one bit.
1: Yeah, I don't like these. It's not great, but the, you're rolling the dice. Listen, getting the food delivered is never going to be as good as going somewhere to go get it. These are, there should these, be a car. The, these there should are be
3: the, a car bike option. I should be able to.
1: to okay, to, this I, is where I always go. I, I I am into that, but it would probably cost you. I mean. $10 more on delivery to make sure it's, it's like getting the Uber versus the Uber XL. Why Maybe, does this person want to take the bike? Who wants to bike that far? It's people who can't afford cars, but still want to make an income. Why not just go get the food yourself? And I'm home
3: alone. I have two kids. The wife is out.
1: Tim doesn't understand that. Tim, is well, a, that. Tim is a millennial who just has no responsibility. So he just, he has disposable he's income. He can time do to watch he mass wants. Singer. <laughs> I DVR the mass Singer and watch it sometimes. And like, you have uh, time for it? I make time for it. I
2: have prior. I make priorities. Mm-hmm. You. It's not hard to put the TV on in the background while you're doing other things. Like I, mean, I don't have to like watch everything I'm doing. Every little jot and tittle and make notes about
1: it. But like,
3: you but can- Pat will acknowledge we don't own our. T- There's times where like if the t- like we don't even. I get, uh, I, even I, I to- get the
1: TV at my office on Sundays, and then I get it. From maybe eight thirty to nine thirty at night. That's it. Okay,
3: fine.
1: Tim does Daddy under- shows.
3: No one likes watching
1: daddy shows. No, no, no one wants to watch daddy shows. We're on to Boss Baby on Netflix now, which actually isn't bad. Don't mind it.
3: Don't mind it. I agree. The movie. It's a no. show. It's a movie. I don't know. There's both. I think there's even a Boss Baby too. Yeah, Alex Baldwin it. one, right? Yes,
1: that's the movie. This is the show. Yeah. Oh, okay minnesota and arizona can we talk about that now oh we're doing talk football okay yeah Wish you got any more fast food takes that i just make you sound incredibly sad and pathetic but
2: well you're yeah. you think it makes us sound sad i think it makes jeff the, and i sound the, like the fact football. that
1: you the fact that jeff understands it but you don't seem to realize it is why you're the insane person Like i, I think it's
3: I, pathetic how much i care about the chargers telling me which you know, like the uniform schedule for the year. It means a lot to me and I'm crazy enough to want to know, but I understand like that makes me pathetic. I this bet you, is if kind you of the same.
2: this through cam on Friday, he would have the exact same positions Jeff and I have.
3: Cam is insane. Yeah. I know you, him. You're, 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 your your
2: barometer of sanity is cam. <laughs> yes. Cam is a level-headed good guy.
3: Yes. He's a good guy. <laughs> great great, great guy. Guy. guy no one is also, denying he's that he's said, not a great guy
1: He's the best fast food condiment he's right horsey sauce is the best fast food condiment so tim do you get your diet cokes like camga does when they're like half drank in the office and people have left them for a minute
2: no i'm a germaphobe i could never do that
1: i mean he sounds like more of a man of the people than you are
2: i i don't think many of the people are scrounging up leftover dcs from people's tables to drink it but this is I the person
1: you're comparing yourself to In terms of what's normal.
2: I said he would probably agree with our take. So your network is filled with people who feel a certain way and you feel differently and you think you're the normal one and
1: we're the weird one. Tim, that that is the entire premise of Mayo Media Network. I'm the sane, sensible person and the rest of you are fucking off the rocker. I don't think so.
3: That's what makes it so successful, I think. I think if I was off my
2: rocker, I would know. (laughs) That sounded crazy.
1: <laughs> you want to rephrase that do you?
2: No, no, I've said it now. It doesn't really matter. I can rephrase it or not rephrase it. I've said it. So
1: I'm sane. you gotta believe me.
2: <laughs> Homer watching the insane uh, thing. In- the Tim, you I'm laughed. In- you laughed
1: for two consecutive minutes at a picture of a zoomer eating tide pods earlier. <laughs> you had a sig cough and then you started laughing again, like a fucking mental case.
2: It was very funny.
1: <laughs> oh, please, we need to get through these games. We're, we're past that point now. Look at Zoomer <laughs> Zach chowing down on these Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Imagine how rich just will <laughs>
2: Because he, he, he's eating so sloppy with their all over his shirt.
1: <sighs> Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. That's obvious. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need want or simply forgot about on average people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel true bill makes it incredibly simple just link your accounts and true bill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap and your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over two million users and helps save them over a hundred million dollars. Like Matthew B., who said, "In a matter of seconds, I saved six hundred and sixty dollars for the year on my Direct TV bill. Saved one hundred and twenty for the year on my Sirius XM bill. Saved eight hundred and forty a year on car insurance. It's pretty good. I need to be using Truebill a lot more often because I have so many unwanted subscriptions, just like I'm sure you do." Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Mayo. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Mayo. It could save you thousands a year. As most listeners know, I've been struggling through some health problems, mainly a chest infection and a sinus infection, and it was really hard to sleep, but Beam Organics really helped me through everything. Beam is a functional wellness brand that makes products for sleep, calm, focus, energy, hydration, and recovery. And Beam's new limited-edition sleep product, this is the one that vastly helped me, White Chocolate Peppermint Dream Powder, is a healthy hot coca for winter that's here to give you the best sleep ever. And I will attest, it will give you a fantastic sleep. It's triple lab tested, no added sugar or artificial sweeteners, only 15 calories and tastes delicious. No THC, founded by two former professional athletes. And it contains the ultimate sleep-promoting ingredients, nano-hemp, magnesium, i theanine and melatonin. No grogginess the next day either. I can confirm that. In a review for Beam's website for a white chocolate peppermint dream, Cole wrote, This is a really delicious new flavor. I usually kind of have a sweet tooth at night, but when I drink this stuff, I don't feel the need to eat sweets at night. My girlfriend just makes us two mugs while we watch TV, and then we fall right asleep. The stuff is perfect for the holidays. I ordered some for my mom for her Christmas gift. Thank you, Cole, for that excellent review of Beam Organics. Are you Ready to try? Get $20 off any purchase over $75 when you go to beamorganics.com slash mayo. Just go to beamorganics.com and type in our code mayo at checkout. This offer includes one-time purchases and subscriptions. With subscriptions, you get access to exclusive monthly savings, free shipping, and VIP customer support, plus a great beam froth and mug. You can also pause or cancel anytime. White chocolate peppermint won't last long, so head to beamorganics.com slash mayo, or just go to beamorganics.com and type in code mayo at checkout for $20 off any purchase over $75. (laughs) But as it came out, we learned this weekend is that when Tim goes to the gym and takes a shower, that there's shampoo in, and conditioner in, like, you, you press it, you put it in your hand, and then you wash your hands. It's really low-grade shampoo and conditioner. But Tim brings his own bottles of shampoo, goes into the shower, and fills up his shampoo with them, and then takes them home. And then a story changed, like, three hours into getting made fun of, that, oh, no, he just keeps them in case that they're out of them and keeps them in his gym bag. So he's lying, and it is one of the lowest things I've ever heard of. Do I get to defend myself?
3: Do you steal toilet paper from, from work? Because I used to work somewhere with Kim, no, he did that. Absolutely not. Let me give my
2: fulsome explanation of this story because it's not being told. I don't think in a
1: fair way. Let's well, it
3: makes that. you come off as really low grade. I'm just let, putting that out there.
1: Let me. Yeah. Hold, my, what, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Let me set the trailer for you from the man who steals packages of jam from the table at restaurants and puts them in his man purse. Now, his new trick stealing shampoo from gyms. So let's wind back the clock like a year and a half.
2: <laughs> I went to the gym. I worked out. I went to have a shower. It was one stall available. I went into the stall. There was no body wash or soap. There was just conditioner. So I had to shower my whole self with conditioner uh, that afternoon. And I swore this was never going to happen again. Oh my God. And then because I have several bottles of hotel shampoo at my place, which you also steal, I. I'm a paying customer and the shampoo is there for people who are in the hotel rooms to use. So I bring but the, you sh-
1: didn't, you, but, you, but you don't use them in the hotel room. You,
2: it's mine. And in the days of COVID, those get thrown out anyway, uh, whether but, they're touched or not, but so anyway, didn't.
1: but you, so hold, you know, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Did you do this before COVID or no? Pardon me. Were you doing that so, like, before COVID? Or room,
2: or no, no. I was taking bottles of shampoo home from the hotels in the rooms that I stayed that I am allowed to take home with. Yes, of course I did. Everybody does that. It's very strange if you don't. No, they don't. A lot of so, people do that, but continue.
3: You take but, home coffee filters too from the hotel? He room steals the, the sewing kit.
1: And he's not, put it this way Tim's not allowed too. to use scissors, he can only use safety scissors because it's just too dangerous for him. Yet he's stealing sewing kits, stuff he's not it's allowed his, to use. It's mine. Yeah, like, at our friend's
2: wedding a few years ago, he had in the men's and ladies' room this big basket of toiletries for people to <laughs> And I waited till the end of the night. Now, I, I had eyed the stuff in that basket. There was mouthwash. There was uh, toothpaste, There was some good stuff. In was there. this my um, wedding? Tom's? No, at, at, at our friend Tim's Toothpicks? Wedding. Everything, so yeah, I waited gum until the end of the night, and then at the end of the night when we were everything was wrapping up, I went in the washroom and I took what I wanted because like it was there to be used by people. So I, anyway, people do that; it's not weird. So because I had gone through this gym experience where I had to shower with just conditioner, I swore I'd never let that happen to myself again. So the next time I went to the gym, I filled up a little mini hotel bottle full of the body wash and shampoo and kept it in my gym bag. So that in such a circumstance again, where I don't have this soap or shampoo available to me, or there's very little, and I'm not sure whether I'm going to have, I have enough. And so I've got a couple of bottles in my bag filled up to use. Now, is it the case that I've run out of soap at home before for an evening and have used it in a pitch? Yes, but that's not the reason I'm doing it. I have have a question. I have an emergency amount there so that if I have to use and also it kind of makes me feel kind of gross to be touching the pump when I know that oh my the person who has just touched it has been all sweaty and in there and like so I kind of prefer to have my little little mini bottle but it's with their shampoo and soap so that I can ensure that when I go to the gym I have the shampoo and soap that should be there for me. It's not that weird. It's been mischaracterized. as something strange. But I think the way I've explained it is very reasonable. And I think the people would find it very reasonable.
1: I like that you've practiced this speech at home since you've actually had this conversation in real time with us because all the details have changed from when you first told us this. That's uh, not true. Yeah, it, it is completely true. I just wasn't expressing <laughs> myself correctly. You, you, you can, you left can left. add... Oh, so that's what it was. You you were just misconstrued by telling yeah, us I, something well, completely different. Okay, sure. Okay, that's one thing. So Tim is using the nut like... It, you you said that Cam used to steal toilet paper, right, Jeff? And like that's probably like the lowest grade toilet paper that you can get. This is the lowest grade shampoo that you can get. Additionally, you don't have to have soap to shower at the gym. You ever heard like of a hockey shower? Like when you just get really sweaty, you don't need to shampoo your hair, or condition your hair. You can just go wipe the sweat off your body. It's your sweat, Tim. It's not like it's wild. not it's not that you're dirty, it's just that you're sweaty. You can wipe the sweat no, off yourself, no, no problem. No. I have told you before,
2: there's no better feeling on God's green earth than being fully showered with soap and shampoo and coming out of that shower. And I am not going to change out of dirty gym clothes into clean clothes and get in my clean car, all sweaty and not properly smoked. But why would you still be, why would you still be sweaty? You've taken the shower. Well, no, but that's not really a shower. If I'm just rinsing it, you think I've washed off all the residual sweat and everything standing under the water?
1: No, yes, yes, smoke, yes, you do. You you wipe off all of the residual sweat when you go out and wash yourself off the towel. And and realistically, <laughs> what you want to be doing, if you've actually worked up a sweat at the gym, is walk in there, turn it as cold as it can be, smash yourself in the head with it, it wipes you clean, and it closes all your pores so you stop sweating. Well, that's more of a steam room thing. When I,
3: how much are you sweating doing chin-ups off a, off a stool? <laughs>
1: all right,
2: all right, Jeff. Like, the first is not off a stool. It's an actual machine. Secondly... <laughs> I am pretty darn sweaty when I've had a good workout at the gym and I need to be clean. And so the day that I had to wash myself with conditioner, I felt clammy and sticky and gross. And I had to shower the second I got home. And so there's nothing wrong. In fact, it's a plus EV tip in a world where, you know, you may very well find that your gym shower has not been filled with the soap and conditioner. Get a little tiny hotel bottle and have some on hand in your gym bag just in case they've run out for you. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: It's like you, if you have towel service at your gym, you should still carry an extra towel. Why would I ever towel. carry? Why would I ever carry a towel with me when they have towel service at the gym?
2: Just in case they are out of towels when you get there because they're in the middle of a wash load or something. It it is always uh, listen. An ounce of prevention is Tim, better. Tim, all you need
1: to towel. do if they're ever out of towels at the gym just walk out of the shower and just go dry your balls off on the fucking you press the thing i've seen i've done it i've seen people do it i, I have never seen that i would
2: be appalled <laughs> if i saw that i would be flabbergasted if i saw that I, I i i i i just don't know what i would say i i would just be agape thinking oh my god what is going on i get furious when people take a seat nude on the benches. It's a the, fucking bench to sit on. What, what do you think it's there for? On when you are nude. You're supposed to lay your towel down on the bench first before you place
1: your, your rear end I, on it. It's my fault that I forgot you? your fucking Howard Hughes. You're basically no, Leo at the not. end of the Aviator, like with his piss in a bottle. I can't let my precious really? piss you go down to the toilet.
2: You want to sit on benches that somebody moments or minutes ago may have sat down upon nude i i don't tim i'm not it doesn't
1: bother regular people you're a fucking i didn't realize like you're like germ your germophobia was like who are you howie mandel no it's not it's
2: it's not that strange it's like you get on an airplane the first thing you do is you wipe down the tray table when what? you use the what? yes i was taught that at a young age the first thing you do is take out your uh your uh your, your uh, Lysol wipe and you wipe down the tray table. Who's I mean, carrying Lysol wipes with them? I carry Lysol wipes when I travel uh, on planes and stuff because I want to be able to wipe down stuff that a thousand people have touched. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, my point is, you were trying to mischaracterize what I was doing. No, I wasn't. Both. You've
1: changed your story from what you no, told us.
2: I hadn't accurately explained myself. You guys heard that I
1: filled oh my up a bottle. Which you said mind. you didn't brought that, you said you used it in your shower at home. Your words, everyone I heard it, and now you're saying no, that's not words. what I said. You misunderstood. In an
2: emergency, yes, you asked me, have you ever used it at home? And I said yeah, because there have been one or two times in an emergency where I realized, oh my goodness, I'm out of soap. Oh my goodness, no. I'm out of conditioner, and I've used the mini bottle for that. But the reason I have the mini bottle and replenish it when it gets low is so that I always have on hand some soap from the gym that I can use in the gym if they're out. It's I'd
3: cold. be willing to bet you've used it at home to the point it's empty. And you've had to refill well, it at the gym. Absolutely.
2: Well, yes, because I'm using that <laughs> entire bottle when I'm having a shower. No, but how, so much, have use- how much soap <laughs> do you use in the shower? I'm scrubbing the skin cells off because I want them gone because they're dirty. And I'm getting my I, I shampoo twice. It says to lather, to rinse and repeat. And people don't repeat. You should repeat. You're supposed to wash your hair twice is what the shampoo bottle says. I believe strongly in this because I would prefer not to have frayed ends and to have you know hair that looks bad. I take some pride in my appearance. I take some
1: pride You, Oh, throw, throw up the picture. Throw up the picture, Paul, of him on Sunday. Taking pride in your appearance. You're looking yes, like a you're I looking like a fucking lavender lady coming in.
3: Your hair looks like Estelle Getty and you're worried about frizzy ends? <laughs>
1: does not look like the still
2: getty the year was 1902 it was silly uh anyway i'm right about this i'm right about all of this you know i'm right you thought you had me but in the end i i got you
1: it's this paper bag you changing your story makes it like even more pathetic at this point but jeff yes you did yes you shut up jeff jeff the question is for you how is it that tim too rich can't just buy his own soap
3: yeah, I, it's such a weird. He keeps. Yeah, I don't know. It's awkward because
1: that's part not dues. low soap. It's part of your dues,
2: and I want to. It's use not. The no, soap. no,
1: it is not a part of your dues. It's not. You're there to use the equipment. They provide a shower facility for you. You're. You always think this. Just you have to take everything from it, and you're costing these poor businesses all this money. And not costing them money by
2: having the soap in my in my gym bag to use there if they're out. But you just said that you're way. not doing it. And we know that's not true because you've changed your story on it. No, no, I haven't changed it. What happened was you heard that I take and put soap from the dispenser into a bottle
1: and you invented in your mind what you thought I Paul, had to have been- Paul, you might have to come in here and clear this out for us because you were there. Tambo was there. All of our friends were there. They heard it. You're lying. No, what well, I realized that I was being
2: misunderstood and I was trying to clarify the situation because you guys were having way too much fun. with Yeah, So, with so you, you said
1: fun. what you said. You got mocked about it for an hour and a half. Then, oh, no, no, no. That's not actually what I said.
2: I said I was being misunderstood and I'm glad I've had this opportunity to clarify the truth. And there's nothing wrong with having some soap on hand from the gym. That way, if you go into the stall you are and you have and there is no soap you can use it now i've been fortunate not to have to use it in that circumstance really but uh it's a good We're idea of it's line going on
1: here is absolutely absurd tim you said they they owe it to me because i pay my dues so you bring your own bottle and fill up your jug with their shampoo and i'm like that's not what it's there for like you're supposed to use what you need to use but for i'm that using shower, it for so that the dinner. the next person comes in and they can use it.
2: But I'm using it for the gym. Like, I have good soaps at home. Are you kidding me? I have ivory. I have Dove. I have body shop stuff. I don't use gym stuff at home as a rule unless I've just, like, run out of everything. Or, like, the bar of soap, in my opinion, is a little too grimy and it should be thrown out. Like, I, I said I put the soap in the little mini hotel bottles. Yes, I do do that. But I do it so that I have it in my gym bag
1: to use if they're
2: out. Because it can happen
1: so jeff yeah as you can see by both paul and i and how you know we actually heard what was going on um this is the same tim who hit himself in the head a whole bunch and then seconds later didn't realize that he had hit himself in the head and then i showed him a video and he goes oh i don't even remember doing that
2: and it was a minute later that's true i did not recall hitting myself on the Listen, head Listen,
3: i it's been reported back to me that i Beaten the shit out of myself watching games before. So I don't, I can't.
1: I really, I, I've woken up with a sore yourself. jaw and it's from my own. But you have that video flapping yourself. That's true. Jeff, you have the best hair I know. Would you put this sort of shampoo in your hair? No, I would just do what you did, Pat.
3: I like, unless I had to be somewhere like immediately after. No, but I would do the quick. Just just shower, rinse like a hard rinse and get home and and worry about it about it later. I don't know. Tim needs to be clean like I'll shower it up for the McDonald's drive through on the way home from the gym.
2: It's about having some pride in oneself And being comfortable. There it is. That guy. Pride in your appearance. That looks great. A purple polo and a pair of uh, A pair of rose-colored shorts. That looks
3: great. I actually, yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah, it's pretty good for Tim, to be honest. Yeah, pretty good for Tim,
1: because he doesn't have a t-shirt tucked into basketball shorts going out in public. (laughs) Sorry, a a polo tucked into basketball shorts. But 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 did you
3: say you you take the coffee filters from hotel rooms?
2: I take all the coffee stuff from hotel rooms. (laughs) They expect you to use it, and they're going to throw it out anyway if you don't use it, so take it home. Waste not, want not. That's what I was taught. It's
3: not yours to take.
2: <laughs> yes, it is. When you are the the client at the hotel, the the soaps, the shower caps, the sewing kits. The if costumes,
3: everyone acted you, like you, we would be in a
2: problem. That's just those are all for the customer to take. A, they expect you to take those things home. That's why they come into the room when you. No, leave, they're prepared you
3: for you it. to take them, but they don't expect you to take You're it all. You're like, to take them.
2: I'm not. It's like like saying, "Oh, let's take the sh- the the the, uh, the shower curtain down." Oh, or I like that bedspread. Let's take that home. No, no, no. But you, you are thought about it. No, never. But you're completely within your rights to do that, and, it, and you're also allowed to go ask the front desk if they have stuff for you. For example, I've asked the front desk before. Do you have any toothpaste? And they've given me toothpaste. Yeah, did, 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 the toothpaste. Did you need, but, hold did hold you need... On. I've done hold on. that
3: because I didn't have toothpaste. Yes. I didn't do that on my way out to take home. Well, no, no.
2: I did it when I got there, just in case I ran out of toothpaste.
1: Why would you be I running have- out of
2: toothpaste? You brought toothpaste. Yeah, but I, you know, it's one of those tubes where you can't tell how much you got in there. And I also don't like to, like, scrape the toothpaste tube. I kind of find it gross. Like, once it gets to, like, a quarter, I chuck it and buy a new one. What?! So... I just don't like it, right? So, you're the <laughs>
1: most, you were the same person who was telling people that they waste water when they turn it on to let it get hot before they get in, and you're throwing away half tubes of toothpaste? Like a quarter or an eighth. Like when it gets down to it, I
2: don't like having to like squeeze that last little bit of toothpaste out of the tube, you know, and use your thumbs to sort of like compel the toothpaste. Just
3: roll it. You roll it. I don't it. want to
2: roll it. I shouldn't have to roll it. I don't like that. Like when I can't just like efficiently just squeeze the tube like normal and it comes out. If it doesn't do that, you know what? It's time for new toothpaste. So anyway, have I asked for floss or toothpaste or whatever from the front desk on the I, off I have, I have never. Work, I have never seen you floss. Okay, well I do. Do you? I do it once. A day. I don't do it twice a day. I only do it once a day. And I get the when I have my gold listerine at night and everything. Like it's all a part of my routine. And. Anyway, so I've asked for this stuff in the past and I've been given it and I'm allowed to
3: take it home with me. They've given it to me. I don't see- I understand, but it's like, I have lots of toothpaste, but now I'm going to go at the front desk. It's mine. And then most of the time, you just go home with unopened hotel things. Like you planned it like this.
2: Sometimes they have real good stuff. They have milled soaps and they have like French shampoos and conditioners and I've already paid for the room and it's mine. So why can't I have it? And I can use the bottles, you know. I can, you know, the three Rs:
1: reduce, reuse, recycle. Okay, oh, yeah, reduce- yeah, the guy who's throwing out half tubes of toothpaste. Yes, you're very, you're very, you're very conscious about reusing and recycling at the same time. How upset
3: are you when you sit down at, say, like a diner table and the sugar or sweet and low packet thing is is low? Like there's not, a, there's only enough for you for your current meal, not to stash in your purse. Okay, so I.
2: I don't have a purse to stash things in. But if I get to a table and things are low, I'll ask to be restocked. Well, I mean, the only, like the, 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 the the only enough,
1: thing-
3: There's th- clearly more than enough for your like meal.
1: The only well, thing that's not- low at that table is you, pal. I'm not taking sugars and sweetened lows. Well, how did your uh, peanut butter turn out in our, on our vacation from the table?
2: I was going to take some home with me. because You asked fat- for extra
1: to take home with you. No, I asked for extra because I thought I may have leftovers. No, you and therefore- didn't. You, that is not true. You asked for it and then you smiled at us and like, we're going to be like, ah, I'm just going to take this home with it because you had no leftovers. It's and like the toothpaste, isn't it? So then Pat took his fork and he jammed it into all the tooth,
2: all the peanut butter packs so I couldn't take them home. You ruined them.
1: Well, they're, they they were for the tables. They were mine. I can do whatever I want with them. They were for me. I asked No, 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 they, they were on the fun. table. Maybe I was going to un- use them at a later date. I just need to make sure they got aerated first.
2: Yeah. Okay. You just did that to be mean and because you thought it'd be funny, but it wasn't. You don't funny.
1: understand how this reflects on everyone you're at a table with, do you? You have, you, you, you have. You no. are not conscious of this whatsoever. I'm not an oblivious person. Oh, I'm really? aware of my surroundings. I needed more peanut butter.
2: For what? They, what, was- did, what did you need the more peanut butter for? For my toast. I like to use a lot of peanut butter. And we we I also, let
1: we let you use the peanut butter for your toast. Your toast oh, was gone. You let me. Oh, how nice of you. You let oh, me. Oh, I need these six That's extra packets for my toast. Do you? That's my business. You're making us I look love, like assholes at this table. Like the waitresses no, are over there being like, "The fuck's wrong with this guy? Why is why is he putting peanut butter into his purse?" Whatever I'm doing, I'm like the 96th least
2: weirdest thing they're going to see on their shift, probably. Let's be honest. You're number one
1: always. (laughs) Oh, please. I'm a good customer. Jeff, do your grandmas do this? Because I have one grandma who does this exact same thing. And everyone's like, yeah, "Uh." we
3: all had, we all had one that, you know. But I'm doing it because I may have leftovers.
2: Like I, there's a You didn't have
3: leftovers. But at that point I didn't know. Well, I just remember like the sweet and low, like. I don't know if I have any at home, so I need to take like 12 of theirs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't do that. I'm not doing it to restock my pantry. Yes, you are. That's exactly what you're doing. If did stop in my pantry, it's only because I didn't use it for leftovers. You have a toothpaste
3: toothpaste tube with 25% left in it, but you need a fresh one that will go home unopened.
2: You like squeezing the toothpaste out of a tube? You find that fun? I don't find that fun. I find that annoying and inconvenient. You
1: but are such an elitist. I'm not elitist. I'm a man for the commoners, for the people. You are an elitist who has the lowest possible taste. It's a really weird juxtaposition. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I mean, it seems like you don't, you don't realize much. So you not realizing this is not shocking.
2: I support the people and the people support me.
1: Is that why you're a member of the People's Party? I am certainly not. But it sounds like you should
2: be. You're for the people. My point was, I was right about the soap, right about the condiments, and the people will agree with me on this. They'll understand I'm being very reasonable and that I've been portrayed incorrectly and that I had this opportunity to clarify things. And now that I've clarified the situation, it all makes sense.
1: If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart's the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at a credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com/mayo. That's upstart.com/mayo. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash Mayo. (laughs) Well, it sounded like you had something. No, no, I want listen, it's Gus Corner, it's your corner.
2: Let's hear it. So something that we've been discussing recently and I've made a note of is, and every now and then I feel like I need to stand up and advocate something for the people that even though, and I will make the disclaimer, I am not a safety expert. Okay. Oh, I am God. not, uh, you know, I don't know everything there is to know about safety, but there are some things that I do to ensure that I am safe and doing things safely that work for me. So I've got a list of them here, not ranked, but a list of them that I follow and uh, I, I believe in strongly. First, I believe very, very strongly in making sure you throw out food the second the expiry date hits. The day after the expiry date it's gone out of the fridge out of the cupboard wherever it
1: is gotta go no good hold on uh, now okay. we, we went over this with you that most of the things that you're calling an expiry date are just a best before date which doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean it's expired <laughs> you
2: know what you know how I'm extra safe I never eat anything past its best before date sounds
1: no, like you're being wasteful
2: no it's you know I don't eat food that's perished I'm sorry but you don't I'll, know you don't
1: know that it's perished
2: did you give it a smell? <laughs> I'm not, no, absolutely. I'm not going to do that. It's got a date. When the date passes, no, thank you. In the trash, it goes. If I want it bad enough, I'll buy it again. It's no hardship.
1: Sorry, Tim, too rich.
2: Don't leave lights on, particularly when there's thunder and lightning. The lightning can go right through the electricity and blow things up. Don't ever do that. You just sit, do you just sit in the dark when there's thunder and lightning? I turn off. When I was young and we used to go, it was at my grandmother's. If there was a thunder and lightning storm, she would unplug the phone from the wall. She would unplug the TV. Everything would be unplugged. And I'd have to read with a flashlight with batteries. Now I'm not that bad, but I turn all the lights off. Because I just am not, co- I, I'm afraid that a surge will come through the system and blow things up. Like my TV has a surge protector that's plugged into. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. But like my nightlight, my lamps, they're pl- plugged into surge protectors. So if the lightning comes right through the system and blows it up, I can't protect it. So to be safe, I unplug and turn off lights that are on during lightning storms. When, when you, you're do at, you make the,
3: sure you go and unplug your car uh, phone charger so your car doesn't blow up during the lightning storm.
2: Well, it's not getting any power to it when the car is not on, so there's no risk of that. When I'm at the gym and I use the treadmill, I always, always, always <laughs> put the safety button string around my wrist or on my person because when tragedy or, or accident strikes. You want to be able to make sure that that thing turns off immediately. I want to fell flat on my face running on a treadmill and it stopped instantly because I had the thing attached to me so that I that, that didn't keep going. I didn't fly off it like you see on a cartoon.
1: I, well, uh, here's the thing if you have the safety thing around your wrist, which means you're probably not running very hard for one thing, because I was it, running hard. How, well, what's running hard for you? I, I guess that's probably what it is because most people at know that like, point, I was probably running at a 6.5. Okay, so not fast whatsoever.
2: That's pretty fast for me. I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't have a lot of celerity, let's say.
1: Okay. So that's fast for me. But, but, but here's the thing though. I, the thing I don't understand about the, the safety thing at the gym, it just seems like it would get in your way more than anything. It's like, even when you're running on a treadmill and like sometimes you're running and like you check your phone, you like accidentally graze it and it shuts off. It's just very tilting for one thing. Cause it's, you know, you're working your way up at a very top speed. You have a good pace going. You don't want to stop because once you do stop, Getting it back is, you know, sometimes you just can't get there and then it's game over. You have to do a cool down. Like you're you're out of that mindset. Yeah. So you're willing to take risks and chances with your health and safety. I'm not. Well, Uh, I'm I'm also not one who's going to trip over my shoelace and fall on the treadmill. That's what happened. My shoelace got caught in the belt and I tripped and fell. How did your shoelace get caught in the belt, Tim? Did you have your shoes tied? It came untied, okay? Then, then step off the treadmill. Just jump off, notice. stand on the sides like a normal person, and then tie your shoe and jump back I on. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. How do you not and notice? Then was-
2: you didn't feel your shoe getting loose? I guess I didn't. I didn't notice. I was running so fast and it was so intense on in what I was doing. I oh didn't notice. And listening to my music or whatever, or my podcast, I don't even know what I was listening to, but it got caught and I fell. And because I had the emergency turn off, when I hit, I didn't fly off. The, you should always put that on. It's the same as if you play a, a Wii, a Nintendo Wii. There's that little strap on the controller to put through a wrist through so that you don't throw it and it doesn't break things. I can just imagine if you don't use that, you could throw it and hit your TV. That, the strap is not there just to look cool. It's there for safety purposes. Use that wrist
1: strap. So you have so you, use, you have safety tips for the uncoordinated, is what you're saying. Because the here's 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 my thing. If I'm running on a treadmill and I have that thing tied around my wrist, one I'm just gonna pull it off like three times, like as I'm moving my arms while I'm running. Two, if I fall, by the time I hit the treadmill and the thing comes out, the treadmill's still going. It's not like it goes from like eight point five on the treadmill to not moving anymore. You realize it stops almost, almost immediately. Never happens. Very, Never happens. I've hit, I've hit the switch enough times to know it's a casual go down. It's not like it's no, going, it's going, going stop. It stops pretty quickly.
2: Oh, when you're not going
1: fast, me. sure. Do you do it when you're walking on a treadmill too?
2: Yes. And I do walk to start to warm up with oh, an for incline. Sure. And for you, you tie it around that when you're going at like 2.5. I always use the emergency button. It's there to be used. I believe in better safe than sorry. Same with when you're mowing your lawn. Take all preparations. Wear the eye protection. Wear the ear protection. Wear foot 10, protection. 10. be a hundred percent safe. Wear the earmuffs if you need to. Be a hundred. And it's the same when you shovel. Make sure you take multiple, multiple breaks when you're shoveling your driveway. Don't <laughs> rush it, people. You can have uh, you people have had problems with their hearts or injuries in the past from overextending during shoveling take multiple there's nothing wrong with taking several breaks while while shoveling the snow out of your driveway like i said i'm not a safety expert and i'm not pretending to be but these are safety tips that i use that i believe in uh, strongly and i think that they, that they they make my life more safe
1: this actually explains a lot jeff because did you know when tim goes and gets a tug he wears two condoms oh stop it just stop it <laughs> and
2: i thought that that's supposed to be unsafe
1: you thought it was what i thought i had learned
2: in school that that's unsafe
1: what two condoms yes i mean one condom's pretty unsafe you're not trying to have you're going against god tim if you're wearing a condom
2: my point is i thought that i'd learned in school that condoms school
1: are good. for sailors tim <laughs> they anyway. go they go from port to port
2: <laughs> my point was these safety tips are ones that I use, and it's up to you whether you want to use them or not, but I think they make a lot of sense, and they they abide by the the common sense rules. If you want to be more risky
1: and you want to live fast and take chances, you know, that's your prerogative, but not me. Jeff, would you think, you just, would you live your life so fast and recklessly that you wouldn't have earmuffs on when you're mowing your lawn? <laughs>
2: Some sort of ear protection. It'll have to be muffs. They can be earplugs or even earphones. Just something to protect your eardrums from the unmitigated noise of the mower.
1: Yeah. Do you, right even, a, do, a, do you even? Paul wants to know. Do you even mow your own lawn?
2: Yes, I mow a lawn. Do you? Do you? Yes, I do. I actually like mowing in some ways. I like to be therapeutic. I like to see all the straight lines back and forth and then I can try to challenge myself to make sure that that tire mark goes exactly along the previous tire mark.
3: And why don't you advocate for thermos brakes or or you know popsicle brakes when you're mowing your lawn? Like yeah. Well, I'm not
2: out there. it's not it's not as much of a strenuous activity. Shoveling is very very it's one of the best workouts you can do. And when you're shoveling thick heavy snow, you want to make sure. Oh, you think you're a big tough guy and you can do it all quick, like people who think they need to bring all the groceries in in one turn. No, With, no. which take you the- should. I don't. I like to take my time. Cowardly. Shovel a few, do six or seven, pa- uh, you know, swipes, and then take a moment and take a breath, and uh, don't be break, afraid to take breaks. Like it's it's good for you. You're not in a
1: rush uh, most of the time. Uh, hey, just- you
3: don't have to put kids to. I-
1: no, e- even if you through. don't have kids, even if you have nothing to do, no one likes shoveling. You want to get it done with as quickly as possible. Yeah, but you don't want to take any unnecessary risks in doing so. What risks? I Listen, Tim, People I am have I, 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 I am at no food. risk of anything happening to me besides maybe me throwing my back out, which could really happen if I sneeze at any point. So, well, why that, risk hurting that, your back? Don't extend, well, don't, what do you mean? Because I can hurt my back doing legitimately anything. The last well, time, I'm- the last time I threw out my back, I was getting laundry. I was getting the laundry out of the dryer, and I fell into the dryer. Just slipped this <laughs> boom in there. Shoveling, it's never yeah. happened.
2: I'm just saying, I do these things to be. It's better to be safe than sorry. That's the, one of my mottos.
1: Jeff, do you remember I told you about the uh, main character syndrome that Tim suffers from? Yeah. Do you recall a time when he told us that story about him having to, like, pester the people at Costco to find out where stuff is? Yeah. We found out this week that Tim goes to the grocery store and just harasses the employees, asking them where everything is, before he's ever tried to look for any of these things. He treats them like well, a
0: personal
2: shopper. That's <laughs> not entirely what I said. What'd what did you say I about? said one when I go into the grocery store and I grab the flyer, if I don't know the where the flyer. thing is, I expect that the people at customer service or whomever are familiar with the flyer because
1: they're supposed to be. And they can I, tell hold on. me- I worked at a grocery store. I worked in the produce department. Not once were we ever required to know what was in the flyer. Never happened. I would think
2: to be familiar with what's in the flyer because people are going to ask about it because that's one of the things they're so, so,
1: so here's the thing. Me, on my experience of actually having done this job versus you never done the job know what's going on.
2: My point is, I will, if I don't know where something is, like if I knew, like if I know exactly where the thing is, I'm not going to ask for any help. But like, oh, look, these ice cream sandwiches are on sale and I want them. Well, there's like three aisles with freezer cases. I'm not spending all that time looking up and down.
3: There's one area with ice cream. So
2: I'll just ask, do you know where these are or can you show me where they are, please? And I, no one's ever said anything other than yes, sir, or here's where it is. Like it's never been a problem. There's three,
3: there's three aisles with with grocers, freezers. They all have signage as to what might be in them. Yeah, the one that says ice do cream do is where you need to go.
2: One. I'm going to walk down there and look. Just just tell me. Just tell me where it is. It's not hardship. It's customer service. <laughs> so like, I can just, I, either, I, if you want to escort me, great. I'd like that too. But if not, just tell me where I, to look. Oh, it's in the last aisle. Oh, it's in the second aisle. It's halfway down. That's all I ask.
1: You're and so I've, never,
2: I've never had an issue. You're I've so always needy. been accommodated. So I don't think it's that problematic because it seems like I bet you a lot of people must do it because there's no one gets their dander up above. They go, Oh, yes, sir. Okay. It's in this aisle, uh, uh you know, halfway down. Oh, thank you very much.
3: You
1: can you don't have the well done
2: that.
3: We've all we've all done that. My wife sends me to look for things. Sure, but you try
1: are. but you try to look for it first. Yes, of course. No, I'm not gonna try to. I look mean, for it's a
3: I guess in defense of Tim, if I'm like on my way to going to find it and I see a stock boy, I'd be like, do you know where X might be? And they'd be like, sure, aisle six. But if he says, I'm not sure, I don't give a shit. I'll just like keep walking. Yeah,
2: no one has said said to me, oh, I don't know. Because if they said that, I'd say, well, can you tell?" ask somebody who does? Oh,
3: my God. (laughs) So you would sit there
1: harass harassing a poor 16 year old
3: find someone else ask them
1: and then continue your journey and well, just like tim also thinks that everyone who works at the grocery store is not only his personal shopper but his customer service like you run into someone in the aisles they're not really customer service they're there to stock the shelves that's really all they maybe they, and sometimes they, that guy doesn't even work for the store he's the, like the free oh yeah well Olay no he's
2: got a uniform on from like lays and they're putting chips on the, you know you would I, mo- you,
1: have you told okay do you do you know that or do you know that because you've asked those people i've asked them and they've
2: told me i don't know sir i don't work here like, can just, you I'm find just, someone I'm, who does no no you just let it go because they don't work for the store but like and i've had people say oh well i don't know where the horseradish is i work in the bakery it's like oh okay that's fine like, i understand but like they told me why they wouldn't know but like if so i again, i actually haven't encountered problems People have been very accommodating of me and the very simple requests that I've been making, and there's nothing wrong with asking. I'm not. A, I'm not so proud, and not so arrogant, and not so stubborn that I won't ask for a little bit of help when I'm looking
1: for something. But you're not trying to do people. anything for yourself. Why should I have to? You're like, oh, uh, where's this brand of cookie? Well, it's probably by the fucking cookies. But you know what? I'm
2: there to spend my money, and sometimes the cookies aren't in the cookie aisle. They're where like are they? Where, where are they? Where are the? Are the cookies? Tell me
1: about the cookies that aren't in the cookie aisle.
2: Sometimes Chippahoy's aren't in the Chippahoy aisle. They're like in a special display next to potato chips or whatever. Like they
1: would still be in the chip. Uh, they would still be in the cookie aisle. They just have a separate setup for them to make it more places where you can encounter them where you well, wouldn't have just, to ask anyone. Imagine, imagine, have, imagine have, the I'm lack of self respect you money. need to have that you can't figure. Should we bring you on a scavenger hunt if we just go around like asking people around the streets? Where's this? Where's this? I can't look for it myself. How can I possibly know where it is with, oh, that street sign right there is actually it. Oh, I could have just looked up. You can do that at the grocery store. It says cookies. You can walk down that aisle and have a look. Look, I'm there to spend my money and patronize the store.
2: I'm the customer. The least you can do is if I don't know genuinely where something is, you can just tell me you take two seconds. Yes, sir. It's in aisle 12 or it's in aisle seven or, you know what? Just a sec. Come follow me. I'll show you exactly where they are. It's no hardship. It's very reasonable. You're just being stubborn. I'm not, that, oh, I'm oh, not to- being oh, stubborn. Oh, oh, oh.
1: I think that you should actually go try to find these things by yourself. Why I, you? I agree
3: with both of you. Like in the Thank sense you. that when Tim is standing in front of three aisles of freezers, he could just go figure out which one has the ice
1: cream. Can, he it, he like, can, you can look at the sign that says ice cream and you know it's that aisle.
3: Yeah, but I get also like, Tim, okay, I, I need horseradish. I don't know what that like. I guess sauces or condoms. I don't, uh, sir, Where where is that? Like, I don't mind that, but there's like the, like, to, to have to ask someone where ice cream sandwiches are, it's no, as identifiable not, not as the frozen where are aisle. The,
2: where's that type of them? Are they on the top of it? They're and we the live
3: in Kent. Imagine at least if you lived in the States where everything actually had five aisles.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Imagine if you needed to get like, imagine if a certain type of cereal was on sale at a Kroger and you went, it would take an hour to find it. Anyway, my point stands. I'm right about this. A lot of people do this. Yeah. Do do, do you know
1: which people do this? 85 year old people. Before that, enough people have enough self-respect not to do this. No oh, self-respect. That's how you put it. Yeah, that's how I would have. That's how exactly how I would put it. You have zero confidence in your own ability to do anything. You demand that people do it for you.
2: Well, I am the customer there to spend my money. They're not. your
1: fucking. You go hire a personal shopper then. And it's crazily enough, you would be the prime candidate for online shopping, where you just go through, type in what you want, press, bring it to me. <clears throat> No, because I need to see the things myself.
2: I do. I'll pick up my package of ground beef. Thank you. I'll pick up my banana, my avocado, my mango. Thank you. I don't want just any old dragon fruit off the counter.
1: I want mine. How many times per grocery trip do you ask someone where stuff is?
2: Not every time. So not every time. So like every other time, probably. Because I don't know. Sometimes you just go to the grocery store for like two things or just go there for lunch. But like if I'm going there for like several items and I'm going through the flyer to find some deals, then yes, n- more likely than not, I am going to ask somebody where something is that I don't know.
1: Why do you care about the flyer and what the deals are? And most of the time, those aren't even deals. They just highlight certain things and they're, they're not actually any money off. That's what grocery stores do. Two, you just went on about how if something is like an hour past a best before date, you'll throw it in the trash because you don't care. What do you care about flyers for? I still want to get a good buy if it's a good buy is there. Do you, I want but, to be. But you, but here. you, you have already admitted you don't know what things cost. They could put, Tim, they, they could put in the flyer. They could charge you more for that item than it normally is, and you wouldn't know. That is true. But
2: I also assume that if it's in the flyer, it means they have a lot of that in stock, so it'll be fresh, and whatever I get will be good because they have a lot of it. Timmy, Tim, Tim. If they
1: have a lot of something in stock, it probably means it's not fresh.
2: No, I don't think so. I, I think that they're putting it on sale to attract you there to buy that stuff. So it's really like, like the, oh, this garlic bread's on for $1.99. They must have tons of that. So like they're going through a lot of it. So I should buy some while it's fresh.
1: Jeff, like if, Jeff it's awesome. if a grocery store has a lot of something that they need to get rid of quickly, would you think it's been there a day or 20 days?
3: I guess it depends, but yeah, they got to get rid of it. It's time for the sale. Time to go. New product, new shelf. Yeah,
2: sometimes they Get order of much here. inventory, like like the car dealership. But stores. I do
3: agree, Tim well, doesn't it. know. Like it says, oh, two for five, but you know it's really just two for five twenty on normal days. And he <laughs> talks about wasting toothpaste or never looking at prices. What does he care? Okay, but has got some, some like you know he's got bad. some. I don't know. I don't want to like call anyone out, so I'll just say it's like my my grandma, like my Jewish grandma, like
1: just annoying people and looking to save 18 cents tim's the type of person who would throw his cans on the ground and i be like this one's dented i want it for free i would <laughs> not do that would wouldn't you no i would not do that ha, has yeah, he right. has he what yeah have you ever demanded a rebate on anything at a grocery store hmm
2: i if i have i can't remember it Okay.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like that's a good step in the right direction for you. I don't remember asking for it. Or you don't want to admit that you did. No,
2: no. I, listen, I, I, I'm an open book. I would tell you. Yeah.
3: He's admitted so many things. I don't know the hell he would die on his, his
1: grocery store. Yeah, yeah no, but, I, but, but I, it's I, Tim. I, you never know with this sort of stuff. It's just like, remember. hey, McDonald's Monopoly is starting like next week, Jeff. And I thought it was going to be great content for the show. But Tim has told us he's not going to go get one sticker.
3: I don't believe you.
1: I don't know
2: whether I can last. Honestly, I want to last. Wait, so to- he'll
3: be honest when he breaks? He'll he'll be full. No, he, it's going to be, be like two 100%. weeks worth of.
1: It's going to be two weeks worth of lying. We asked him how many stickers he averaged per week last year. He said twenty. <laughs> yeah, but remember, there's two stickers per item, so it's only ten. <laughs> well, items. well, then.
3: And now that I, I actually look, look hate monopoly. Four stickers. I hate it because all the good like deals that they normally put in the app for McDonald's, they don't put, give, they don't give a deal on anything during Monopoly because there's know,
2: like... Some of us are playing for keeps, Jeff. We're not looking... <laughs> <laughs> Something a little more serious is going on here. This, you're, you're gonna the thing win. is, our friend, our friend did mention to me, this might be the year I was going to win big, but I don't play and I missed it. It's like being at a poker table and getting up to use the washroom. And that would have been the hand that you would have got dealt into the bad beat or something. Like, I'm afraid of that happening.
1: You're lucky you're not addicted to slot machines. (laughs) No interest in BLT. You would be like those people that we saw on the way to our golf tournament who were lining up to get into that bar at 11 a.m. so they could get to the machine that's going to be paying out. Yeah, well, they had fattened it up that whole night before. Does your at-home coffee just not live up to expectations? Trade can change that. Trade's goal is to make every cup of coffee your best cup of coffee ever in the journey to the perfect cup starts with taking their coffee quiz. Do you use a French press automatic drip? Or are you a cold brew person? No problem. Your answers will allow trade to pair you with the perfect coffee to fit your taste. Trade will match you to coffees. You'll love from over 400 craft coffees and will send you freshly roasted bags as often as you'd like. Trade guarantees. You'll love your first match. And in the off chance that you don't, they'll replace it with a different bag for free give feedback as you sip and your preferences evolve your coffee matches will too and you can feel good about each cup since trade partners with over 55 small u.s-based roasters who are committed to ethical and sustainable sourcing i got my trade in the mail i was using nespresso i was using all this other stuff but now. Trade is where I want to be at for coffee because I took the quiz and then all of a sudden it did match me to my perfect taste. I didn't even know what my perfect taste for coffee was. You take the quiz, you find that out, and then it's incredible drinking from there on out. So for our listeners right now, Trade is offering your first bag free and $5 off your bundle at checkout. To get yours, go to drinktrade.com slash mayo and use promo code mayo. Take the quiz to start your journey to the perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash mayo. Promo code mayo for your first bag free and $5 off your bundle. In this holiday season, give the coffee lover in your life the gift of Better Coffee too, with their own personalized gift coffee subscription from Trade. Enjoy. <laughs> so I got two things. What do you want
2: to go through? You know what they are. I sort of gave you a highlight of what I was going to talk about.
1: I assume we were talking about the return of McDonald's Monopoly, which even though you said it on last week's show that you were not going to partake in, you promised us that you had all this willpower, you lasted 12 fucking hours. And that's not even really 12 hours, because what time did you wake up this morning?
2: I woke up at 7, and I was in meetings until 12.30, so I couldn't leave before 12.30. I would have gone. At, like, 8 o'clock, if I could have.
3: Technically, I don't think they are, like, you say 12 hours, but I don't think they're serving the new... Breakfast
2: started this morning.
3: Yeah, I think it's the start of, like, this morning's workday. I think, like, the 3 a.m. overnight aren't using the, the cups
1: yet or anything. So
3: he wh- lasted
1: four hours. But he was in meetings, so he couldn't even go. He also... Guess what he finally did, Jeff, at your recommendation, I'm guessing. He downloaded the app and found deals on it. And so there so there are some plus EV
2: moves here for those of you who are in the monopoly collecting business as I am. So the the app has deals right now that run. You're the, the end only of,
3: one you're telling that there's deals on the app to. But they run through the end of this week.
2: And on things, you can get stickers on. So, And guess
3: what, Tim? App, next Monday... There'll be all new deals. But again, this is the plus. I I sort of like cracked
2: the code here yesterday. I really like This this is is like
3: you realizing that someone's car trunk can lift.
2: No, it's not that at all. What I figured out was like, for example, I got a free coffee because they have a recurring deal right now on the app that if you spend over a certain amount, you get a free coffee. How much coffee? Stickers on it. So I got stickers for free today. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. How, yeah. mu-
1: how much do you have to spend in order to get that? It's not much. It's like five bucks. Like it's actually okay. not that much. How much did you uh, spend at McDonald's today? Enough. Okay. How, how much money did you said you said that you were going to keep track of the money you spent during McDonald's <laughs> Monopoly? How much did you spend today? Can I guess? Yes. Will you be honest? I will be honest. Thirty-seven dollars.
2: You're close.
3: It was thirty-five. I only guess thirty-two because he's using the combo for like the free value or like the $6 50 cent value meal. So he's getting it like drink sandwich. He got four cups. And then he's getting side drinks. He's probably getting McFlurry. Like what no, was it? The no f-
2: stickers on McFlurry's. So no.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, but you thinking you cracked some code because you're getting discounts on the app, you,
2: but it's using the discounts on things that you get the stickers on. For example, today, I got a coffee for free from the app. On that coffee, I won a free Egg McMuffin. Well, guess what? Egg McMuffins have the stickers. (laughs) So for nothing, I now have got four cracks at winning. This is just, it's that Tampa Bay Rays 2% thing, right? It's the crack the code, the plus EV living. If you want to, if you apply yourself seriously to this competition, if if, if you mean business as I do, you can reap dividends here. I mean, this year, the, the slogan for the mcdonalds McDonald's monopoly is the thrill of victory. Uh, and that is precisely what they're selling this year, is that thrill that you can have uh, from winning. I got my game board ready. I got the pieces ready. I've already put some on. I am very excited. When we're finished recording, I got to go get some more. It's, <laughs> it's the first week, and so... I realized that they probably put the best stuff <laughs> early on because they want people to come out and get it. And plus, of course I'm going to go back for more and <laughs> yes, I'm going to go back for some more tonight. And the thing is, this is the best time to be opening because you haven't got all of those places yet. So the odds of you getting a place that you haven't got is really <sighs> high. And there's such a, like it's, it's a thrill. The verb to thrill is exactly right. There's a thrill of unveiling that, uh, that, that, Uh, board and seeing, or that sticker and seeing what you've got. I'm already set in one spot already on my board. I am getting close to being set in a second spot on my board, and uh, it's shaping up. Now, I'll obviously after, I'll I'll roll back. I won't be going to spend that kind of money every day at McDonald's, but I have a couple of different strategies this year. First, I'm going to be hitting multiple different McDonald's, so I'm not using just one location, so that I'm increasing my opportunities of getting the best prizes and a variety of stickers.
1: Yeah, but what I mean, if? I... Well, hold on, on, hold on, hold deck. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if all the winners are actually at that one spot though? Then you're decreasing your chances.
2: Uh, the, the odds of that yeah. are very unlikely. No, what usually the odds just are a unlikely. Box.
3: Usually it's like a loaded crate. Like
2: no, 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 no. But see, I don't know where that loaded crate is, so I've got to keep trying to hit all these different places. Well, why would it? If okay, you if you if you don't know, how would it make a difference of where you go to? It's like fishing in a lake where there's. A marvelous fishing spot, but you're only going to know where it is once you try enough spots to know and hit where that spot is. So that's what I'm doing. I'm on a big old lake with a pontoon boat and fishing gear, and I'm just casting my uh, my rod and reel until I find that fishing spot. Then until I hit, I you're go running I'm gonna
3: go. fucking two a days and I two a days go. at
2: McDonald's. Yeah, that's what. Well, yes, <laughs> uh, this is this is my <laughs> if you
3: want to be committed like me. It involves well, two-a-days, So it involves going after the gym. I'm Tim. Uh, the, 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 listen, listen. When, the you're
1: do, when you're doing two-a-days at McDonald's during Monopoly, the gym is out the window. Here's what I want people oh, to do. The opposite. I, I to want remote. you people out there, Canadians, because I believe it's only available in Canada right now. I know when the American one is. But if McDonald's Monopoly is available in your area, what I would like you to do is, if you go to McDonald's and you have some stickers please take a video of you just throwing them in the trash and send it. Oh, to don't do that. <laughs> don't do that.
2: No, listen, McDonald's gives gifts out for you by getting f- free abilities to win big prizes and small prizes. Even if you're not playing the game, you can still unpeel a free cheeseburger or peel a free drink or free egg McMuffin. So you got to walk.
3: I mean, you got to- Yeah, but see. you don't even like those. You No, prefer- I don't,
2: unless but the, this is the first time I was happy it was on a McMuffin because those get the stickers. So at least I bought myself two new stickers with one sticker. But See, on like But the... To
3: me, it's a big win if I get a free cheeseburger. No, I don't
2: America. want that. I'm trying to win the big prizes. I want that Chevrolet, even though I really don't. <laughs> I want that big TV, even though I really yeah. don't. I want the stuff so that I'm a winner. And that when they put the commercial on TV of saying, oh, so-and-so from so-and-so has won this prize, that could be me. That could be my name. People could be seeing me as a big winner on television every night when they're watching Wheel of Fortune you know, like, or whatever.
3: That's what need I want to know. That when I spoke to Tim today, when I came on to this recording, <laughs> he says to me, "You understand? Like we're 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 you know closer to forty if we have to pick an age bracket."
1: Not Tim. Tim's a- Tim's actually closer to thirty. We're closer to forty. Tim's young. Mm. Don't forget that.
3: Did you Did you play today? And I'm like, did I play today? Uh, like, golf? Like, what do you mean, did I play today? It's like, no, man. You should go to McDonald's and roll. I know exactly like, what I meant. I had no idea what you meant. Did I play today? Like, How I give a not? shit. How could you not? It's opening day.
2: <laughs> opening day. <laughs> and, like, I was advised to go more often early because the best prizes might be there early. Did
1: who told you her, who, who, Hold on. You hold today? on. Who told you that?
2: Our friend in that text thread recommended that I go
1: more early rather than wait till the end of it when there's fewer things available. I'm pretty Did sure. Hold on, hold hold, hold, hold on, Jeff. Jeff, the, the friend that he's alluding to who told him that in the text thread was me to get him to go. He forgets it was me who said that. <laughs> no, it wasn't you.
2: Yeah, it was. And no, I didn't. I actually didn't. I did the drive-through, Jeff. So I didn't actually see anybody. So you haven't
3: rummaged the garbage or harassed the senior yet. No,
2: I didn't do any of those, and I wouldn't do those things.
3: You're going uh, back tonight. I get you could. I
2: am going back tonight because I've got. Look, I'm 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 wired to play. I want to play. Like I still you spent like,
3: thirty five dollars today. You're going back tonight to spend how much more? You think
1: not much maybe 10 15 more bucks. Okay, no, so I, so hold on, hold on. You're at $50 for today and you've won a free English muffin. So and a bunch of prizes I'm
2: or a bunch of properties. I'm set at all kinds of spots already, at the red spots. Okay, so, I so food, all all I you have, what you
1: what you have won so far, you want an English muffin. What's an English muffin like 89 cents?
2: Yes. I also want a free 4-hour course to some online place. What? Yeah, I'd have never heard of it before. It's like some free online course. Apparently there's 1.2 million of these courses available in the game. I won one of those.
1: Okay, I, I, don't, I can't speak to that or what its value may be. Maybe that's the most expensive thing that you can win. But right now you're down 49 bucks and you've increased your risk of heart <laughs> disease by 17%.
2: I didn't, eat all, I didn't eat all the food. Oh, what? You know this. I don't eat all the food. You're, so you're, so you're throwing this. away food. I eat until I'm
1: satisfied.
2: What do you do with the food? Throw it out.
1: So you're the same person who won't run a shower for three seconds to allow the hot water to come on because that's wasteful. You're going to buy food and fucking throwing it in the garbage? Well, but water is a natural resource that... I'm talking about McNuggets here. That's not quite the same thing. How many McNuggets can one person eat at lunchtime? I'm sure that there's a lot of people, Tim, out there who would, you know enjoy to have some food that you're just throwing in the trash
2: i had this idea that during mcdonald's monopoly mcdonald's should have it set up so that you can go through the drive through whatever and purchase six meals but only get one and then that five the money for the five others gets donated to charity and you get the sticker do you know like why do you know with-
1: why that didn't occur to them or anyone besides you because not everyone is a fucking addict
2: well no, not everybody. This is the, this per- is
1: I always thought that the bar room slot machines that you can play was the lowest addiction you can have beyond like the people who like rip off the thing to try to get their cherries at the like convenience store. This is the single lowest addiction you can have and it's bad. You need help. It's not an addiction. You just talked about the thrill of playing. That's
2: what the the slogan for this year's content.
3: You you, is. you you said you weren't going to play, and then you went on the first lunch of the first day. Well, I said I don't addicted. know how long
2: I can last, and then Pat said, "Well, you might as well go."
3: <laughs> Pat said, "You might as well go." Like yes, it's dawned on you. I'm up. That's your
2: scapegoat. Pat there's no said- scapegoat. There's no scapegoat. There's no scapegoat. I, you know, I, I make my own choices. But look, it also makes me really happy to play. It's then, thrilling. It's fun. Good for you. And I'm going to win big. And then when I do and my name's on those TV commercials and people
1: get to see me with the car or whatever, like, then who will look like a fool, huh? <laughs> when was the last <laughs> time, the time like that they like actually... actually... Hold on, man. When did they actually last run one of those McDonald's winners commercials?
2: 1997? How did they run it every year? You, like, you,
1: you, you... Oh, no, 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 no. You th- think that they do because you saw it in the 90s at one point what was the last time no, you actually I, saw one i remember i thought last year like after a couple of weeks in do you was, at, the, now can you confirm that, that can you confirm that, that that's the case no i
2: can't i'm going off of what i believe i well off of what i remember
1: so you're living I your think. truth
2: look a lot it's the most popular board game in the world at the most popular restaurant in the world I'm not doing anything unusual or fringe or strange. I'm doing something that millions of Canadians are going to be doing. Millions upon millions. It's fun. It's exciting. It's not an addiction. I don't have to do it. I just like doing it. It's not hurting anybody. It's
1: not an addictive thing. Tim, people Uh who do heroin also love doing heroin. It doesn't make it not an addiction. This is not an addiction. I love love smoking cigarettes. I understand I am addicted to cigarettes. It's not good for me. I know that. I can't help myself. Although I do enjoy when I smoke. It's part of the thing. But, but I'm it's only horrible. Gonna, most days are just going to be coffee run. I'll buy
2: like four
3: coffees.
1: You say that coffees. now. You're spending 50 bucks on day one. You're going to have I was no opening money. opening day. You're going to have no money left in order to do it's this. It's opening
3: day. He's got to fill the board. He's got to fill this board. He can't oh, that's have it, right? board. it, right?
2: That's it. I had, i have an empty board, and I got excited, and it's opening day, and there's all these deals, and I had never used the app before to order things, and I got overwhelmed. But look, it was first day, so it won't be the like that The ladies know
3: because you, you, we've, I've bragged – I mean, I don't play this game, but your relationship with the staff that you we've you hold so fondly, like they know uh, Timmy Tuggs is here for Monopoly for two days?
2: So first, no one calls me that. Secondly, I have to shake up my orders. For the month of October, because the things I usually order are not Monopoly things. So it'll take them a while, I think, to see me order things I don't usually order.
1: The only thing that they would think is, hey, that insane person's back again for the third time today. Well, I guarantee you that
2: McDonald's has tons of people who are regulars. And when I say regulars, I don't mean once a week. I mean one to three times a day regulars.
1: I would Three say that th- you are correct on that because there are the people at almost every McDonald's ever that like have their spot at McDonald's when you walk in like oh, if you've yeah, ever if been a in, lady near me yeah <laughs> like if you've been into a McDonald's like you go like what it's like the guy that I always see at the gym I'm like man we we always come at the same times then it occurs to me it's like no I don't come all that often he's just always here that's kind of yeah. the thing like when you walk into a McDonald's and you only go once every two months or once every three months or maybe you go once every two weeks whatever it is and there's always the same person there you you guys aren't on the same schedule they're just always there
3: and me and like my friends behind the counter make fun of that lady together but for all i know they're also making fun of me so it's a it's a dangerous web
1: yeah that's gonna be tim he's gonna have a spot at mcdonald's just carved out for him. he'll have his own ass groove and everything
2: I would love to have my own spot at a place like McDonald's. Like, sort of like Norm's bench, or Norm's stool and Cheers.
3: That's really pay sad. pay the cover. Like, during Monopoly, you should have a reserve spot.
2: Yeah, that's it. I mean, last year, I had to go on a detox after McDonald's Monopoly, but then I couldn't because then they made the EMMs two for five, and it was too good of a deal. Yeah, like we <laughs> so said. Like, it took me another month. Yeah. And then I really did go on a detox.
1: Yeah, you're the unpaid Morgan Spurlock.
2: I just, look, I went a little overboard today, but that won't be every day. Tomorrow, maybe I'll go once or twice. And I won't go for big orders. And then on Friday, I'll probably go once or twice. But again, for small orders, maybe a hash brown and a coffee or four coffees. And that's it.
1: <laughs> four coffees. I, well, didn't I
2: might as well get them. Ha- have you pre-ordered from your app yet? No, I don't like doing that. I'd rather be there in person to do that. Well, you uh,
1: why, why? 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 You know what you're getting. You know what has the stickers. This way, you didn't have to worry about the drive-through. You can just show up, and they bring you the stuff outside.
2: Well, uh, fair enough. I haven't done that. I, I'm sort of good with just going so through you the drive. Them
3: scan the coupon like in the drive-through.
2: Yeah, you just hold your phone out, and they just scan it real quick. It has one of those QR
1: codes. These <laughs> yeah, I know what it do. is,
3: but you're okay. Whatever.
1: All right, I think that I went, it, it it sounds like you have a good grasp on reality. I'll give you that. Yes, I do. You so self aware. Yes, I am self aware. I'm 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 very aware. You don't have you don't see how this
2: doesn't sound insane? It's not <laughs> insane. I'm playing a game that everybody
3: plays. No, that's called like Sudoku in the paper.
2: <laughs> Look, Jeff. I take McDonald's monopoly very seriously. You know, this, (laughs) this is like a highlight of my year is that the ability? like, I love it. It makes me feel like I'm like, I'm doing something important.
3: Listen, I encourage people to do anything that makes them feel happy and feel alive. And you're so rich. You can afford this. No, no, no. Premium item habit.
2: I am a man of the people and the commoners enjoy this game. It's at the most popular (laughs) restaurant. It's the
3: most popular game. No, you're an elitist. You're playing the game unfairly. The common man randomly gets McDonald's for lunch, makes a couple pulls here and there. You're in some intense competition. The common man is laughing at you.
1: No, they look up to me. Yeah, the common man isn't dropping 350 a week at McDonald's. I hate to tell you.
2: I'm not going to drop 350 a week at McDonald's. I told you that. Like, but th- 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 you also told us you weren't going to play. Like, you know, how people like if they know they're going to go to Vegas, like set aside a certain amount of money to take to them to Las Vegas. Yeah. And then they end I up spending like, like, like 10 and they
1: and they end up maxing out their credit card, then can't tell their wife and are still well, paying it off to this day if you're watching.
2: Sometimes. But I like set aside some money that is going to be McDonald's Monopoly specific.
1: So how much money do you have set aside for McDonald's Monopoly? I don't want to say. Say it. it sounds say it. No, I don't. want it. Is it over under a thousand dollars? It's exactly a <laughs> thousand.
2: Now, it doesn't mean I'm going to spend that much. In fact, I'm probably not going to spend that much because it's, but it's a month. And so like 30 days, 30 times 30 is 900. So I'm probably not going to get to that thousand mark. But like, if I want to like go out, and like cater an event somewhere with a bunch of friends and to be just do McDonald's, so I can have all the stickers. Like maybe it gets to that. You
1: realize that once like, let's say, let's say on Sunday, you come over to Mayo media network headquarters. You get McDonald's for everyone. You give me the fries. They're my fucking stickers now, pal. What if I take the stickers off before you get the fries? You can get the fuck out of the house. (laughs) What if I ask you for the stickers? You can't have them. They're mine. Oh, but I want them. So you only did something nice for you. No, 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 no. You're getting free food. Am I? I'm not getting my free, I'm not getting everything that comes with it. You've taken stuff out of it. I just took the, st- I'm not, I'm,
2: look, I'll ask you for the stickers. If you really, really want the stickers, I suppose you can keep them. But,
1: I'll, I'll just burn them. I won't even open them. But what if they're going to give me like a set? Well, that's unfortunate. You should have kept that thing of fries. You're mean. Anyway, I set aside a thousand. I don't expect to spend that kind of money
2: on McDonald's this month. I really don't. It even sounds bad when you say it out loud. No that shit. No
3: shit. Feel so much better about like how much money I'm putting on Patrick Reed this week.
1: <laughs> this guy's got a thousand for McDonald's.
0: <laughs>
1: we have our gambling budgets. He has a McDonald's monopoly. Right. budget. <laughs> but it's not, gonna, like I said, I'm almost certainly
2: not going to come close to spending that amount of money. Well, you're on pace to go over it by a lot. I know, but that won't be the everyday thing. My ge- My goal is if we could be, Shrewd and spendthrift and keep it to 500
1: That'd be fine. Well, good luck. This is uh not an addiction, you say, right? No, it's just uh we're just having fun. And I got multiple
2: texts and tweets and messages from people today saying, Happy McDonald's Monopoly Day, enjoy the day. You must be real excited. The Jets got a big win. Now Monopoly starts like. People know the sorts of things that put smiles on my faces. And so for all of you who reached out in various ways, thank you. it's uh, <laughs> not go unnoticed.
1: All right, let's get to this uh, late set of games. It is Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend. So I'm going to be coming home and eating turkey with my family and missing a really good. I mean, I'll be ha- off the games on here, but not, you know, I won't have the TV wall. You're doing your Thanksgiving on Sunday. Who,
2: do, who does Thanksgiving on Sunday?
1: People who have to work on Monday. Most people don't work on Monday, it's a holiday. Yeah, yeah, Tim, guess who works on fucking Mondays? Some people do. Who would you say that you're talking to that works on Mondays? Okay, fair enough. I'm just saying- We don't all have jobs where we have to work for three hours a week and pretend that we work 40. My family always did Thanksgiving on Mondays. We never did it on Mondays. We always did it on Sundays. Jeff? Uh,
3: Sundays, to be honest, I think. Sunday dinner.
1: It's, it makes no. it easier. Well, People who actually work for a living, you know, they, they have to work on Mondays. It was
2: always Monday at lunchtime. That was our Thanksgiving.
1: Really? Uh, shockingly enough, the rest of the world isn't like your fucking family, Tim. <laughs> well, this just
2: seems like Thanksgiving Day is the Monday, so you should have it. A, it's like having your big Christmas dinner on the 24th. It's
1: Which fine. we do. We also, we also we also open, We I know this is unusual, but we open our presents on Christmas Eve evening so we can sleep in. We might not do that anymore. <laughs> I, I was the youngest person in the family for 33 years. So, you know, once you don't have kids around, people just want to sleep in on Christmas day. I guess. I like to get up early. No. Yeah, because you're like a little kid. No, I'm not. You are. You, but have the, anyway. you have the taste buds and the interest of a little kid. So I'm not shocked you love to wake up early on Christmas and open presents as a 34-year-old man.
0: Well,
2: I just like to get up early and have my coffee and my cinnamon buns. And a- Anyway, my point being, uh, I didn't realize you were doing Thanksgiving on Sunday. So, I have several things that I want to discuss. And People want to know all. how
1: much money that you've spent on McDonald's. All so right.
2: Far. All right. Let's start with the McDonald's update. It's like $170 at this point. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Which, you know, seems bad, but it was like 75 or 80 right out of the chute the first two days. So, it calmed itself down. Oh, yeah. Somewhat. But including today, which is day eight, yeah, I think it's about 175 ish. Uh, and now I am officially set in every single spot on the board. All I need now is the rare one in each case to win. So that's that's where I am right now. So, so now you need the hard ones, the ones that they yeah, don't So, make so this is of. my opportunity to address the comment from the Friday show, which was, Rob said, what I don't understand is that these uh, pieces aren't all equally available and that some are incredibly rare. Believe it or not, I have a couple of graduate degrees and I do understand how this works. (laughs) And I have been playing McDonald's Monopoly a while. I know how rare it is. And it's the rarity of it that makes the whole thing go. That's why it's fun. I get that it's next to impossible to win the big prizes. That doesn't matter to me in the least that it's really hard. The, the, The first thought that came to my mind is back in my graduate days when I read Albert Camus' Le Myth de Sisyphus, the Myth of Sisyphus oh, where me. he talked about Sisyphus, this Greek uh, character in mythology who tied down death and prevented death from escaping. And when death did escape, there, his punishment for all eternity was to have to push a boulder up a hill forever. And as soon as the boulder reaches the pinnacle of the mountain, he has to watch it roll down the mountain, and he's going to walk to the bottom, and he's got to push that boulder up the mountain again. That's his fate for all eternity, and Camus argued that life is absurd, and that every human being really wants some sort of answer or explanation or purpose, and the universe doesn't usually provide any purpose, and so all you can look for is the struggle, and that's all that you how you can find meaning in thing in an absurd world. So I actually wrote down that quote because I remembered it, it was il faut which means the struggle itself towards the pinnacle or the summits, that's enough to fill the heart of man. And so we need to imagine Sisyphus as happy. Camus' point is that Sisyphus is a really happy person because he knows that despite the absurdity of his punishment, the struggle itself is meaningful. The struggle is all that can be un- understood. And so we can understand him as happy. That's what happiness is for Albert Camus. And so it should be for us when we talk about McDonald's Monopoly. It's the struggle itself. It's that fight for that super rare piece, knowing it's unlikely to ever be mine, knowing that even when I go on the McDonald's Monopoly boards, people are not going to have the rare pieces that I'm looking for. They all have the pieces I do. It's a fight. It's a battle. But nevertheless, that's the meaningfulness of it. That's what makes it so fun is the hunt and the chase. And uh, I understand how hard
1: it is, and notwithstanding that hardness, is why I love it so much. You could have just said, "I'm Tim Andercast. I'm addicted to gambling, but the thing in gambling I'm addicted to is one that you can't win. That's making it the stupidest thing alive." Also, did you say what you're on you? message? Did you say you're on message boards for McDonald's Monopoly? They exist, and you're on
3: them. Like a trade, they're trades, right? Like for no, trading. The
1: problem
2: is people go on there for two reasons. One is to gloat about some prize that they've won, which you know, (laughs) great, I guess. Uh, But the other one is, would you go
1: on to the message boards and gloat if you won?
2: Probably. But the other part is people who are looking for the rare pieces. Well, we're all looking for the rare pieces. Why would if you got one of the really rare pieces and you knew it? And you were going to win a thousand or five thousand bucks if you were going to, if you get the two unrare ones. You would just go to McDonald's every day, three times a week until you acquired those pieces and spent a few hundred bucks and you'd be on, on, on uh, to the good side of things. So, why would anyone trade one of the good pieces when to people who don't have the good pieces? So, it doesn't seem like that's going to work. I was I, more interested to see if there are certain strategies you can pick up or whatever. What would be the strategy? Well, like, are certain times of day better? Like, if you're using why 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 would a certain of, time of day be Elon better? To...
1: When Rob said you don't understand what's going on, this is what he was talking about. Oh, I understand just how hard
2: it is, and just how it... unlikely one in one in a million, one in five million, one in ten million, one in fifty million. Those are my odds, and that's what makes it so darn fun. Is that it's so unlikely, and if I were to hit it. My goodness! How excited! I almost thought I won today, and how excited I was. Tell people what happened. Yourself.
1: Tell people what happened when you thought you won.
2: So I bought this morning some breakfast, and I'm driving home, and I uh, I'm at a red light, so I rip off the uh, the stickers to see how I did, and I got the RMHC, the Ronald McDonald Charity House for Alberta, and I was like, oh my god! I know I don't have that. That's a rare piece. I just won a bunch of money. And so I was so excited. I dropped my Egg McMuffin on the floor of my car and then had to throw out the English muffin part and hold the sausage and egg and cheese in my finger, between my two fingers, and then chew it and swallow it without being able to touch the English muffin because the English muffin touched the floor. And I'm I'm certainly not eating that. So then I get home and I'm, while I'm driving, I'm thinking about what's the tweet I'm going to send out? What's the like victory lap I'm going to take in the thread? Uh, I was very excited. Then I get home, I open up the board, I stick my sticker where it isn't. Well, there's a third HRMC, which I didn't know. That's not regular Monopoly that there were three of these. But there are three of these. I didn't realize it. And so it's not Alberta that I need. It's a different one that I need. And I was like, oh, man, I thought I hit big. But uh, I didn't hit big. But if I do hit big, my goodness, I'll be so excited.
3: Okay, I have a few thoughts. One, I don't think this segment has saved the show yet, um, unfortunately. Two... You've just made it pretty clear. If you want to be a serious Monopoly player, like it's pretty much a $175, $200 cover charge to sort of get your board yeah that, that, those minus. Are
2: the those are the table stakes.
3: Yeah. Like, so to enter like Tim's level, your cover charge, we'll call it 200, right? We'll call it 200 bucks is the yeah, cover sure. charge to play.
1: I don't remember if this was revealed on the show or not, or he revealed this to us in real life, but he keeps his game board under his mattress.
2: (laughs) I do. I keep it under my mattress only because I know it's always that way. I always know where it is. There's no risk of losing it. There's no risk of it being misplaced anywhere. It doesn't actually get jumbled
1: up with garbage You live by yourself. So it goes under the mattress so it never gets mistaken. Yes, that's where I keep it. Uh, Jeff, he also, oh no, also as a follow-up to that, when he goes to McDonald's, he steals more game boards so other people can't use them and use them for their pieces. I don't steal them. I make sure that there's a game board attached
2: to the meal that I'm getting. And 95% of the time it's attached, but once in a while you have to ask for a game board just to make sure that like it's a it's a near, it's a zero sum game the fewer you game work circulation
3: more on monopoly but like you don't even play your parlays
1: Well I do Do you? Yes. But like we're show talking us. about Show monopoly. us the ticket. Show us the bet you made on this one. We're talking
2: about Monopoly here. Yeah, show Let's us show, last, show us the receipt Let's on last tickets. week's teaser. Let's see the win. I've shown you tickets in the past, and then you guys have laughed at me. Oh, you bet a golfer when he's leading after two rounds. Ha ha ha! You're a loser. Like that has that not happened? Of course, it's happened.
1: Yeah, but you won uh, this one. Show it to us. No, I'm not going to. So, so never uh, happened.
2: Okay, continue. I did. I didn't say it did happen. I just said I usually bet them. Doesn't mean I bet them. So, every so you, week. Did, you can just uh, say I didn't bet it. This week I didn't. No, I, I'm not. I didn't say that I did. A I mistake. didn't say that I did. It's probably why it won. Well, didn't bet it. Here's the thing. People who are like, oh, I don't understand what you're doing. We all have our silly, nonsensical Sisyphean task where we know we're not going to win or succeed. Are you collecting stamps knowing you're probably never going to get that super rare stamp or collecting coins knowing it's very unlikely you get that super rare coin or whatever it is you like to do with your pastime? Uh, don't cast judgment on me just because I'm playing a game that I can win at. It's what I enjoy. I like it. It's a lot of fun to me. Like this year's slogan is the thrill of playing. And again, it it, it perfectly encapsulates that experience for me. It's thrilling. Uh, you have your own thrills. You have your own things. You enjoy. That's fine. I don't cast judgments on that, but don't cast judgments on me. I will cast judgments on people like Jeff, who doesn't know how to eat at a Vegas uh, buffet and doesn't know good food at Tim Hortons at all just makes claims that are completely untrue before we get into this because i I
1: feel like we've been over this in the past did you say you didn't eat you dropped the egg mcmuffin on like the floor of your car and you didn't pick it up and eat it like you had no five second rule there i didn't eat the english muffin part sorry you dainty fuck eat that no no, you take one how how dirty how dirty is your fucking car
2: is Great the, question. A person is stepping and walking on things and then there's shoe the soles
1: of their shoes are on the mats. What, you, sorry, did did you, you drop it on the pedal of the car? No. So you, you dropped it on a, the part where you never put your foot? Of course you do when you're getting into the car and getting yourself situated. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on. I want to stand up here. So when you get into a car, this is the seat in the car, and you get in the door, you put two feet right next to the seat, sit down and go like this, do you? Is that how you get into a car? That's how you do it?
2: Basically, you drag your foot along the ground of the mat.
3: Jeff, have you ever gotten to a car that way? No, but I don't care. I would eat like, yeah. If you pick that thing up, one, two, three steamboats, like you're good. That's not how that works. That is not a thing. That thing is covered in nasty
2: germs and I will not eat it. Imagine McDonald's, You've already like accepted want? You know what? You want to eat floor English muffins? You go right ahead. You know, not that's a country. I'm not doing that. I paid for it. I don't want to eat it. it that Once it touches the floor, it's no longer food for me. Yes.
1: And this also goes into Tim's buffet take, Jeff, that he was talking about, that you, know, you have to max out at a buffet to really get your money's worth, which Tim is also buying food and throwing it in the trash at the same time. I which was which one is it?
2: Pro- it's, it's both. I was raised... I'm not wasting it. It's, it is trash once it hits the floor.
1: It is trash. You were, talking it about throw, you were talking about throwing out McDonald's last week, throwing food in the trash just to get the stickers. In the compost. So it's being composted. And
2: we, like when you just can't... It's like things like the fries or the hash brown. You just can't eat no more. I'm sorry. It just, you can't... Maybe order less. Maybe this is all one in the then same thing. Then you don't thing. get the stickers. Then you don't get the stickers. Uh, which is the whole point of going. Anyway... My problem was Jeff just has a different just had a different upraising than I did. From being a little boy, I was raised when we went to an amusement park. We got there the second the amusement park opened and we didn't leave till the second the amusement park closed. And the lesson was that you're supposed to get every single dime out of that experience.
3: Well, I when like I ate that. dinner at
2: home, I had I was required to eat every single morsel on my plate. And if I really was full and couldn't eat it, then it would be put in the fridge and I'd eat it again the next day because I was eating everything on that plate. I wasn't getting away with only eating some of my food. We went out to eat. Usually we went to places that had buffets. I was taught to either, if it's a buffet, you maximize and get every dime out of that meal you can. Or if you go to a fast food place, order off the dollar menu and maximize
1: about. That's how I was raised to to live a plus EV life when it comes to these sorts of things. That is a minus EV life because you've eaten past the point. No, it's not because you've eaten. This is the reason that, parents shouldn't tell kids things like that because it creates horrible dietary and eating habits, creates a very unhealthy relationship with food, and then it's basically gluttony. You're eating well past the point that you're actually full. Just eat until you're full, then you're good to go. But it's a
2: buffet. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's fine. You don't have
1: to. When you say all-you-can-eat, it's not so you sit there and then you can't move. You were telling Jeff about this in fucking Vegas. Jeff wants to go out and do things, not lay on the ground like a fucking whale for six hours.
2: when I went to Vegas, both times I've been to buffets in Vegas, I left when I was very uncomfortably full because that's I knew. Disgusting. Why would that's you want? Disgusting. Why would you want to be uncomfortably
1: full? Who likes because, that? No one. Because I have self-respect,
2: and I am not leaving money on. You the know team. what? It no, sounds I like have you have the opposite
1: of self-respect. You have the. Uh, I have self-respect.
2: I'm People the person. We're looking I'm at the me person. in the locked tour buffet with huge I go, eyes behind when I just kept grabbing
3: things over and over again. I go to the buffet. And I know it's a negative EV move, but I enjoy the variety. I enjoy, like, getting um, a bit of everything instead of having to pick one entree. Like, that's what I like out of the buffet. The last thing I want to do in Vegas is not, like, be incapacitated and need an electric scooter. Oh, yeah, but look, man,
2: like, you go on the floor and the tables are all rigged for the house. And the slots are all rigged for the house. And everything's rigged. the, The only place in that whole GD casino where the odds are in your favor is at the buffet. It's in your hands. It's 45 bucks and there's prime rib and there's good meats and there's good cheeses. And you can go ahead and beat the house and feel good and proud about yourself that you got every dime out of that buffet. I'm only happy when I leave a buffet if I believe I've eaten at least as much as the money I've shelled out. I have that kind of self-respect that and, I'm yeah, just none. not going to allow. None. Me.
1: The answer is none. When You, you keep saying that, but you, you don't realize how ridiculous that sounds. It's
2: how I was raised.
1: Tim, if you were raised that way, that's fine. You're no longer eight years old. Okay, but you know what? Those lessons once learned. They're bad t- lessons. I don't know that they are. They're horrible, the horrible, be- horrible lessons. It's a lesson about frugality and shrewdness. No, it's not. It, it's a lesson about gluttony.
2: It's, well, it's not gluttonous if you're only doing it a couple of times a year you, if, go, to Vegas, you but, to go to Vegas. But it's not just Vegas. You went to any buffet. You said you did that. Anytime you went to a buffet, yes. The goal was to eat more food than the money I spent. Absolutely. Yeah, that is right.
1: Here's the thing. If you call that a plus EV move, it's not. Anytime that you go to a restaurant, it is a minus EV move because you could have got that food far cheaper regardless of the restaurant at home. So why not then
2: maximize the only tool at your disposal, which is your ability to eat, to try to take the biggest bite out of that. I just don't understand. I don't understand the mindset. It's like, oh, I'm going to spend 50 bucks on a buffet and I'm going to get this cheap little croissant and a little spoonful of uh, eggs or whatever. And, oh, but I always like variety, right? Like sometimes I hit on 16 against a seven against the house. And other times I stick against 16 with seven against the house because I just like variety. That's me. I just want to try everything. no. The goal is to
1: win. But everything that you've <laughs> talked about no. in terms of winning is just you winning at either diabetes or heart disease. Oh, please stop saying that. It's about making sure you're, it you're eating at McDonald's 1.5 times per day at the moment. You're talking about well, going to a buffet and eating so much you can't, you physically cannot move anymore. Like, that's a real problem. Am I doing
2: two-a-days at McDonald's right now? Yes, but it's for a purpose. And sometimes it's just coffees and DCs or milkshakes. Like, it's nothing unhealthy. I'm not going for food. You don't think
1: think milkshakes are unhealthy there, pal?
2: Well, they're not as unhealthy as, like, the deep-fried french fries. No,
1: you're right. They're worse for you.
3: You have pallets of DCs at home, yet you're rolling through Duke's to pick up a fountain DC. Because it has stickers.
2: Yes. Did you not just hear me explain that I'm engaged in a Sicilian task? Yeah, that makes me. No, happy. like it we said, you are
1: addicted to both McDonald's and the lowest form of gambling possible. I'm not addicted to McDonald's. When the context oh, really? is really? over, uh, I won't go back. Oh, uh, uh, really? Oh, really? Because a week ago it was. I'm not even going to go. I can. Tim, can you go the entire time at McDonald's Monopoly without going to McDonald's? Yeah, absolutely. Three hours into it, you've broken. Now you've been 13 times in seven days. Well,
2: but you encouraged me to break when you said, well, if you're not going to make it, you might as well go from the start. So you're saying that I'm an enabler. You're blaming me for your that. problems. I'm not, bl- first, I don't think it's a problem. Oh, God. Secondly, I'm not blaming anybody for anything. I'm saying that I put in the legwork to get the board set. Week one is about setting the table. I've done right. that. The next three weeks are about, again, if you're in the monopoly b- business as I am, And you're trying to win, then I I put all the cards on the table the best I can. Now it's up to to chance and fate and dedication. Like I said to you, I know it sounds crazy, but I've been working so hard at at it this year. I feel like I'm going to win. Like, I feel like I'm close. Like, I can taste it. Like, I'm Uh, almost there. Maybe I won't. Maybe it'll be another letdown. Maybe I'm like Linus in the pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin to appear. I don't know but I'm willing to take that dare and try and try and try. Cause I feel like if I get a winner and it's funny the thing is this year, most of the prizes I don't want any of those prizes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the funny thing. I want almost none of those prizes, but it's just, I want to win. I'm a competitive person by nature. I like to win. Uh, and maybe that's where we're differing here. Well, you're a competitive person too. So I don't know why you would denigrate somebody's desire to win and get like credit. For, like, winning, like, a big prize. You a
1: small prize. Like, that person on that, Twitter that, who won the that, competition. That, that would be like saying, hey, I, I'm a very skillful person. Uh, I hit four out of six numbers in the lottery. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're playing a game, well, a I, legitimate game of chance. You have no, you well, have it's not the old, you you have no effect on its outcome. Well, the only effect I have is the frequency with which I play. That is true. But the odds are so steep, and maybe you just don't understand numbers that if I went oh, no, I if, if I, I if I went once and played, I would still have almost mathematically the same amount of chance of winning as you do.
2: Correct. But if I go twice, I still have double the chance. Yeah, if but I go but it's still times,
1: so uh, insignificantly uh, low that it's still about the same.
4: Oh
2: yeah. No no disputing that. It's in, like I said, it's one in a five million shot, maybe. It's more than
1: that. And I'd have it no other way.
3: We have yet to get to the highlight of Monopoly season, Pat, from a content perspective. When he starts going to other McDonald's happens. when they run out? Yes. Later in the week, where Tim's like staple McDonald's are now out of pieces and he's scouring the province for, for, for board pieces.
2: Well, yeah, my- if you don't think I will do that, you're very mistaken. That is well, exactly what I am going to do. And I don't just, I mean, I have a staple McDonald's, like a home field advantage. But I've been to several already since, just to shake things up.
3: You already have your itinerary planned for when, like, they're out of pieces. Yeah, like yesterday was a Canadian
2: Thanksgiving. I volunteered to pick up my grandmother and drop her back off just because that gave me an opportunity to get stickers on the way out and stickers on the way back.
1: Oh, you you went (laughs) twice on Thanksgiving?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, but I got coffees both times.
1: Well, actually, I got a milkshake once and coffee the other time. How many calories but do you think are, a, are in a McDonald's? What size of on, a milkshake? You, get are you, a milk,
3: you got a milkshake on your way or after Thanksgiving dinner? On my way. Unbelievable. I wanted It was, it was a strawberry one.
2: It was a medium, so it wasn't that big. I bet you what was like 150 calories. Uh, in, a me,
1: in, in a small chocolate shake from McDonald's. This is
2: not small. This is a medium strawberry. All right.
1: So, in a small chocolate shake from McDonald's, that has 530 calories. What? Oh my god! It's fucking ice cream, Tim.
2: Five hundred and thirty in a small, I figured that, like fruit flavored. It would be like less unhealthy for you fruit than like a burger. <laughs> it was it was strawberry? I thought if I of the three, strawberry is the healthiest. What do you think that is? What do you think makes
3: it strawberry, man? I assume they have
2: like real strawberry juice in it or something. And I just figured, well, I'll get the fruit one because that's probably the least
1: caloric, and I'll get a medium. The vanilla water.
3: one is probably the least caloric.
1: Uh, the vanilla one, a medium vanilla shake from McDonald's has 630 calories in it. What about the strawberry? Uh, 720. What? Oh, my God. Now I feel bad about myself.
3: Before Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, before Th- this, Thanksgiving.
1: this is what you feel bad about yourself for? Well, yes, you know You know what's going to get really open. pathetic when we do get to the end of all of this? And then last year, someone told you that they allocate certain prizes for different provinces, and you leave the province to go to a different McDonald's. Maybe you'll hit up two different ones to go to McDonald's. That is going to be pathetic. We're not there yet,
2: but yes, and I got coffee on the way back here, so I got to hit up McDonald's twice yesterday, and I hit different ones each time. Hey, bro
3: if you want to send me 50 bucks i'll eat mcdonald's and hook you the pieces through the week here Fifty
2: 50 is not enough oh you, you mean in addition to me also playing
3: yeah like you play no, but i have toronto like, locations like middle of toronto it's a prime city
1: buddy
2: yeah but cam made the point last week on the show and he's right and i hadn't, hadn't thought about that why,
1: why would you say <laughs> hold, on, hold on hold on before you say what it is why do you assume he's right it just seems like he would have his ear to the ground on these sorts of things that he was
2: that the bigger cities don't have the big prize winners that the big prizes tend to come from smaller provinces and places. And so, cause like, do you really want the person winning the big Chevrolet to be in downtown Toronto? No, not really. You'd rather them not be in Toronto. So yeah, but I, how I, do you think
3: people feel when Tim too rich wins a new GMC
2: pickup, which I don't even want. And I would just sell. Yeah, You'd throw it in
1: the garbage, just like his fries
2: No, no I, would, I would not do that But like, I, I'd sell it or whatever Or take the cash equivalent Not Anyway Point being, and I don't know really where we're going With this, other than that this is the week I don't know if people want an update on this every week Till it's over or not, but This is sort of where we are right now
1: well, we've now we we've now done two shows on this and we've now gone I think like 25 minutes on this and in an attempt to save this horrible show but it didn't work. It just made it sadder to be perfectly oh, honest. Also,
3: don't forget after McDonald's, like I <laughs> uh, sorry, after Monopoly when Tim thinks he's out of the woods, they usually run the 2 for 5 uh, McMuffin promo. I know. So he goes right
1: back in. So well, he's not like like a, get he, out he's, he's not this. addicted. He's not addicted. <laughs> well,
2: no, but the thing is like they start to put the two for five on, you're like, Man, I've spending so much more for the last month. And like you sort of get the taste for McDonald's breakfast after a while. You're like So you get addicted oh, to well, it. Well it's so No, not an addiction. It's not an addiction, but like and again, I've told you going to McDonald's in the morning is basically not even going.
1: <laughs> it doesn't count. it's like the calories cal- calories the at an airport. E- yeah, it's like calories at an that airport. It doesn't like count.
2: The hash browns are very small. they have very very little calories in them. The, oh the egg muffin Are you, ta- can't you- be good for The egg McMuffins can't be good for
3: you. There's probably more calories in the hash brown than the milkshake.
2: No. No, no
1: the hash browns are. They're like they're potato, which is good for you and uh, the, I mean you know. potatoes aren't great for you to begin with and they're fucking deep fried, Tim. Yeah, but they're very thin. Uh how many calories do you think are in a McDonald's hash brown? 180? Yeah, you are it's 160 actually. There you go. Actually, actually no, sorry. Actually, I, actually I'm sorry. That, I that's that's wrong. It's 262. Okay, so that's a bit steeper than I thought. Remember when I you said you me. were going to try to be around like 2000 calories a day? It doesn't seem like you're achieving that. These are the only things I'm eating. That all you're eating is, so you're getting zero nutrients. You're just eating a McDonald's these days. Well, yesterday, no,
2: because it was Thanksgiving. But other than that, it's mostly just been McDonald's most days.
1: Oh, my God. You're going to you might. So get, I'm still, I'm still might. well
2: under the 2000 a day <laughs> mark.
1: I don't know. I mean, if you're eating hash browns and milkshakes, that's basically there.
2: I had one milkshake because I thought I was actually making the healthy choice. So, you, so, like, so what I'm, you're saying is that like you're,
1: you're shooting for 2000 calories a day when you measure calories by what you think are calories. Yeah, this is like we had that chat about the pumpkin spice hummus that I bought
2: where I tried to scoop out what I thought was 50 grams. Then you asked me how I knew it it was that, and I I eyeballed it.
1: Yeah, and you probably put in like 250. Well, I
2: I don't know. It seemed like it was 50 grams.
1: How would you know what 50 grams of hummus is? Well, I mean, 50 grams of anything should weigh about the same. Yes, I agree with you on that, but just the way that that is distributed would be completely different compared to something that was denser. I, you're right. I, I, how, hold on. Three, how many graduate degrees do you have again?
2: I have two graduate degrees and an undergraduate degree.
1: And you can't figure this out? Is this not a part of the I'm curriculum? Not
2: that, that I can't figure it out. It's just I like, you to don't trust want to, my you answer. want,
1: you want to live your truth because you don't want to know the fucking answer.
2: No, I just, I trust my instincts. I, I, they very rarely steer me wrong.
1: Oh my God. Do you really believe that?
2: Sure. I, if I did not believe that, I, of course I, I don't matter if everybody
1: trusts their instincts. I don't know if everyone does. You shouldn't. Bad instincts. No, I have good instincts. I trust yeah, myself. Jeff, you you weigh in on this. You be the deciding vote. Good instincts or bad instincts? Bad. You got to be like George, just do the opposite.
2: No, I can't do that. I have to follow what I believe is true. You
1: have to live your truth.
2: And we, and we, you
1: it. know what? We commend you on this show for living your truth, Tim. Congratulations.
2: I, I don't live my truth, but let's put a pin in Jeff. Then we'll talk about it. It's kind of every, but let's put a, a pin in Jeff slandering Tim Hortons without a, talking. Like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Cause I, I want to confront that later on because that yeah, was, no one cares about as, that. As as everyone, on, no besides cares. you, everyone agrees yeah. about
1: Tim Hortons. People only go to Tim Hortons cause it's fucking convenient. And they're as everywhere. all said people.
2: on Twitter, Jeff woke up this morning and chose it's a food pilot. dump. No, it's not. So you don't know what you're talking about. Food it's dump. a beloved think, coffee that think millions that
3: sheep, and millions... People think that they're sheep on this partisan politics and all this bullshit on U.S. cable news. No, the sheep are people that are in line at that food dump daily at the, the door. The coffee
2: is distinctive. And it disgusting. Is nostalgic, and it's delicious. I love it. There's Even though it's not, it's not the best coffee in the world, there's something about it that when you drink it, like I said, that the sense of nostalgia comes flooding back. So, it's, into so you're admitting that it's not good. Well, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm, is it the it's best not, coffee on earth? No, it's not good. Do I make better coffee. Do I make better coffee in my French press? Yes, I do. But am I do am I saying? That it's not delicious and I don't love it. Of course it's delicious.
1: Of course I love it. Okay, and so, some, and, uh, so I, 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 can't, I don't know. I can't remember if I threw this out like 20 minutes ago now because my mind is being just ravaged by all of this insanity. Or if I asked you this before, what food don't you fucking like that you don't think is the best? Everything is the what best is the, according to you. No, there's foods I don't care for. Zucchini? I'm don't eat. i actually, you've mocked me before
2: being a picky eater. Like I don't like tomatoes. I don't like raw onions. I don't like milk. On its own, usually.
1: You gotta shake that that shit up, then you're all over it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't like mushrooms. I don't like ketchup. Uh, I don't like olives. So there's a lot of
1: vegetables you don't like, it sounds like.
2: Oh, I love dark green vegetables like broccoli and Brussels sprouts and uh, uh, spinach and kale. I like all those things, Uh, but there's other things I just don't care for.
1: All right. You may want to mix a few of those into your diet here if you're only eating McDonald's every day is all I'm saying to you. Well,
2: this is why they should have it on this. And I've said this these stick they should have these stickers on the salads and on the yogurt parfaits and on the yeah, oatmeal. But they, they don't get you hooked on that stuff. But I would buy that stuff too. And like those of us who are hardcore go in and like that person that Jeff saw on Twitter who that person that got $50 worth of food also on day one at McDonald's like those of us who are two a days spending decent coin to try to win this thing, it'd be nice if you gave us some healthy options as well to win with. Uh, it's not like you're making less money. I'll buy your $7 apple pecan salad. I'll buy your $4.50 tiny cup of oatmeal and apple. I don't care. I just want the stickers. But give me some options for some cheaper stuff. Or sorry, some healthier stuff,
1: please. I beg of you. I'm trying to say, oh, there we go. So you get your Caesar salad. There you go. You can get that. Does that not yeah have- I don't think
2: they have Caesar salads but they have salads there and I would happily happily buy some salads if they had stickers in fact if anything if they want to lean into this new uh, you know the new age health food eating
1: and whatever put double stickers on those yeah McDonald's doesn't really care about that they just need the optics of caring about that because they know the the regulars like you they're gonna get the worst stuff
2: well but I don't want to they're making me
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have your experience.